guys, technical difficulties started a little late this morning, but you can imagine you see a lot of activity and hear a lot of activity uh, around us. And so um, we're just going to make sure we're good to go. Cool. Um, so, hey, let's say good morning to everybody. There's a lot of uh, say good morning, sunshine. Samantha, how's it going? Good morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. We've got uh, we got a lot of people on. So um, that's Wayno. Wayno, what's up, dude? Let's go. Uh, good morning, New Hampshire in the house. So good to see you guys. Alan, good morning. William, Laura, good morning. <laughs> Happy Dickie Wednesday. Uh, Gabriel, good morning. And Sarah's there. Good morning, everybody. Uh, good morning to you. Frank, what's up, buddy, from Pittsburgh? Uh, Mike's on. Good morning, dude. How's it going? So, hey, what a it, it, this has been a great week. Uh, we're going to bring over some people and talk about the project going on behind us. Day three of six. So we're uh, at the end of today. We hope to be uh, close to halfway done. Uh, we're not quite there yet. It's uh, not, yet. not yet. So we're going to have to bust our butts. But we, we usually get here about uh, 7, 7.15 in the morning. We leave here about 6 o'clock at night. Uh, so we're trying not to, you know, beat everybody to death, but been a lot of, a lot of, a lot of fun so far. So we're gonna take. I got some, some Q and A that I uh, collected over the last uh, couple weeks since we announced we're gonna be here. We'll go over that, and then we're gonna bring some people up and just talk about the project from the detailer's perspective, and just, uh, and just have some fun. And so uh, we'll go from there. So um, let's go ahead and let's get Bobby and a couple of the other guys over. Yeah, you got it. Yep, yep. So we'll do it from there. So. But Tell them a little about that airplane. So, uh, airplane behind us. So let's talk about Air Force One. Uh, technically, this is not Air Force One. Technically, when the matter of fact, the two 747s that the current president uses, uh, unless he's on board, it's not Air Force One. But uh, we've got special permission, or I should say the museum and Boeing does, is for advertising and marketing purposes. They call this Air Force One. Uh, because it brings a lot of people in and teaches them the history uh, behind the aircraft. So uh, we've got a couple of guests, but so this plane served, it was the first plane uh, to take a president for a jet flight. And so it took, uh, it took our uh, president Eisenhower in 1959 uh, was the first time that jets were utilized uh, in presidential service. So Eisenhower utilized the plane, and then it went into the service with Kennedy, uh, and then it went all the way through. There was a second one built. Uh, its sister that became primary. Uh, this went to, it's a one-two team. Even to today, we've got, there's two Air Force Ones, or two presidential service airplanes. There, there's a whole fleet of airplanes that are used for the executive branch and so forth, uh, but there's two planes dedicated to presidential use. And uh, I believe they're going to stick with that. Usually what they do is the older one goes to kind of a backup situation uh, and then the, 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 the primary. So we're, uh, we're going to kick off. It's hard to concentrate. There's a lot of noise lot going of on. There's, there's lifts going on, and we've got all kinds of stuff. And we've got booms. You can see I'll, I'll hear in a second when they get up there. We've got people up in boom lifts. And how many lifts do we have here this year? Six? I think we have eight. Eight, yeah. eight lifts. Yeah, we got eight lifts going. You can hear them in the background. Uh, so we had our safety briefing. So let's let's run through and we'll, we'll kind of share with you guys what we do every day. Is we get up early, we're at the hotel, we're at one hotel. We have breakfast. What, what time are you guys getting down there? Six o'clock? Six o'clock. Um, everybody's eating breakfast. I'm not a breakfast eater. Um, I just, just so I, I kind of get some stuff done, text with Diane, 
uh, go through and try to clear out some emails uh, and then answer questions from uh, the East Coast. Our East Coast brothers are up a little earlier. Just go and check check some of that out. And then uh, we, we take off for here. We go get our coffee. Uh, come in here and at, at about 7.30, we're usually started. And then uh, take a lunch break uh, about noon. And then we go all the way at 5.30. We're starting to pull everybody off the airplanes. But it doesn't end there. We have to clean up. We have to put everything away. You know, all the housekeeping. And so uh, it's pretty intense. I think we uh, last count, there was 2,000 towels that we're using this year. Uh, and that's, we launder them as we go now. And so those 2,000 towels, we go through, what would you say? How, how many towels will we launder them? Is it double? Easily. 4,000? What do you think? Double? Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably double. So going through about 4,000 uh, towels, just towels alone. I think that's probably pad-wise. Oh, my God. I mean, there's probably too many. Probably, I'm going to say four or 500 in stock. Uh, that, are, that are rotating, and we're, and we're again we're cleaning the pads as we go. There's no way we can just grab a fresh pad. I mean, we we we'd be into it so much money. One thing that a lot of people, one of the questions I had was, uh, how do you get paid for this? And we're all volunteers. Is Chris did a great job this year, and the industry came together and and sponsored enough where Diane and I actually think that we're gonna we're gonna walk out this year and not have um, out of pocket money, which is really nice because. It really, it's, it's the, the first two times we detailed this airplane when we were restoring it. It did not look like it looks now. It was basically about as shiny as the back of my phone. I mean, it just had no loss whatsoever. Those years were for profit. We made good profit off of it. But we did a little trade work and we got uh, presidential approval from then President Bush to use the term detail of Air Force One and Air Force One detail team by donating that money back to the Air Force and DOD. Now, this is something we're going to deal with all day, too. We're right at Boeing Field. And so there's all kinds of private jets and military jets. And uh, that, seven, that 777 yesterday, there's a 777, a brand new one, wings fold up on the end. Uh, that thing was taken off. So, so there's a little bit about the project. We'll dive into that a little more in between on the on the q a sessions so let's talk let's have you guys introduce yourselves so you guys so, gonna have to get in and yep. ricky bobby it you know get real close my name is bobby wiener um, gotta talk real loud i'm from long branch new jersey finer details i've been on the project this is my eighth time on this project and every time it is an honor to be selected and it just means so much to me personally into my business it's it's done wonders for my business it's still getting attention almost weekly i get, oh, yeah. I get people asking about it and saying hey i heard about about you detailing air force one and, and it's just uh it's just an incredible experience so all these years and it's funny because i've got on my business card i've got there you know me on top of the yep. wing from years ago and I, every time you know i hand my business card out people are like you're kidding me you know and i'm like yeah and it, it never it never seems to age. I do, but it doesn't, you know. Um, you know, and it's right. I mean, it's kind of funny, but um, we always hear it. Now, one, the, the other thing is, Bobby, you've heard this too, is we, we get the trolls out there and they go, oh, my God, you guys have, you know, you guys have done that before. Well, yeah. If people have come after this project, they can't get it. And the reason why is, listen, to get this project the first, the first, the first time, going through the Department of Defense and the Air Force that owns this, 
museum doesn't own this. Boeing doesn't own this. It's owned by the Air Force and DOD. And we had to get we had to get permission to touch this thing. And man, it was it was problematic. Even like three 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 years ago, it was still tough to get. I mean, we had to go last year and this year. It was like, oh yeah, they're doing it. Okay, we we would almost get an instant response back. That is no problem. So we take it as a compliment because it's a returning client. And, and I'll, I'll be direct. There's not too many people out there that can pull this off, is that our group pulls this off. And it's not the saying that we're that great. We just had that. We, we have the advantage that we've been doing it, these big projects for so long. We, we know. And the insurance. You know, this thing's, you know, Crisis. I mean, the value, Christie's, I, I don't know who, who evaluated it in the last. Somebody, did, they didn't do it the year before that. They did it last year. And our insurance found it, and they said it's 300 plus million. That's how it came out, was 300 plus million. So, Chris, introduce yourself. All right, so I'm Chris Williams from Aiken, South Carolina, owner of East Coast Custom Detailing. Uh, it's my second year on the project. Um, now, this year, I'm actually on the finishing team, been working on Air Force One all week. Great honor. Um, this, this, like Bobby has said, this is, this is life-changing for us um, as business owners, not just for business, but just the project itself um it's amazing it is it's uh so and you've got you know you've got a lot of um, we're proud americans we've had a lot of international people on this project too yeah. here saw you know um canada has come in uh we've had people from uh, uh many countries that took great pride in not just american pride but you know this is an epic plane all over the world especially this one i mean it did some amazing things i mean during right in the the heart of the Cold War and Vietnam War, this thing was going all over the globe uh, trying to establish peace. And that was a really, I mean, think of this. Those that studied history are, 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 uh, um, are old enough to remember it. I don't remember it, but I, you know, I learned about it, the Cuban, the Cuban Missile Crisis. All part of it. I mean, this thing was, was active all during that time frame. And you think of the people, I mean, the day that the day that Kennedy was assassinated, it's on the tarmac, you know, and down in Texas. So all the history of this. So, so Bobby, you mentioned, I'm going to go back and forth. So tell us a little bit about your company and where you're at, kind of what you specialize in. Yeah, so I'm in Long Branch, New Jersey. Um, I started back in 2011, right after I trained with you out in Big Bear. Um you know, we do a lot of uh, daily drivers, but we also do a lot of ceramic coatings. Um, I have a few clients that have some collections. I have a, a custom car builder who um, I do. Uh, I brought Rennie to the Rennie God. to the shop uh, this year, as a matter of fact, and um, the guy specializes in restoring uh, Tuckers, 1948 Tuckers. Uh, he has family history with with uh, with the Tucker family. And um, it's just uh, it's just a really cool, really cool ride that I never thought that I would get the opportunity to do anything like like the projects that I've gotten and the business that I've gotten. And it, it all stemmed from from training with Rennie and from, you know, going on projects like this. Really, it really is now, amazing. It, it's, so let's talk about Tucker's for a second. You know, it's when we met, you've known since day one, man, my bucket list. The one of the few vehicles that I haven't touched is a Tucker. And if you guys don't know what a Tucker automobile is, go go check it out. It's pretty pretty special. How many are left now? Forty-seven, I believe. Forty-seven out of the others. Fifty-four. Fifty-one. Like Fifty-one made. 
So uh, amazing vehicle, way behind beyond their time. I mean, had he not been screwed with, I mean, cars today would be different just because of, of Tucker, you know, and his, and his dream. But I got the call and I couldn't make it. When you when you detailed your first one, I was really bummed. Uh, I don't know, I had something going on. I just, I just couldn't make it. But uh, pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, he's uh, in the process of restoring another one, and you're going to get the invite again. I and... got to see that and <laughs> got to touch it, you know, and it's like, wow, I mean, just how cool. So, uh, you know, and, and again, you've been on a lot of these projects, not just this project, but other projects we do, Monterey. Uh, it's been pretty awesome. So that's cool. So, Chris, why don't you tell us a little something about your, your company? All right. So, like I said, I'm uh, out of Aiken, South Carolina. Uh, we do uh, some custom truck builds, um, hot rods, uh, boats. Uh, hot rods are a lot of the things we get some of our high-end clients. we got a large collection, 37 slant backs all the way, wow. you know, 39 Thrift Masters, 67 T-Bird long tops, uh, a couple of Aston Martins. So, um we specialize mostly in ceramic coatings paint corrections but we do it all um we are we consider ourselves high-end detailers in that area that's cool not your typical you know corner car wash type guys um so we do focus on them somebody just asked and it went up why why are you wearing a backpack that's my camel back you get thirsty real Uh, quick yeah i stay hydrated especially up here in seattle coming from south carolina you know it's hot um so Drink, 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 hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. I mean, it goes the same up here. And it, um, and, it, and it makes it so much easier to have it on you. It is. Than reaching I'm down not running and, back to a cooler. It's yeah. right there. I got all my supplies on me. No need to be off the job. I can stay right there, keep working, focus on what I need to get done, and go to work. So let's go through. I mean, you guys saw this project before you were on the project. Okay. So what do you think, and, and, and the, these types of products, because there's other people that have done cool stuff in the industry. Yeah. What are these projects done for the industry? What, what's it do for detailing? Because a lot of people see it, they think it's our egos, and it's definitely part of that. We're all driven individuals. We love doing this, but listen, the pay sucks. We could all be making a lot more money <laughs> just staying home and doing this, but it's more than that. And it's more than even patriotism. It's a connection with these. I mean, you're seeing Air Force One behind us, but what you don't see is the B-29. What you don't see is a DC-2, which there's hardly, I, I don't I don't know how many DC-2s are left. This isn't a DC-3, this is a DC-2. You, you see the United Airlines, that's the last one of its kind. There is no more of that. I mean, there's there's none. Serial number one, 727-737-747 is sitting right in front of us. We can see the tail sections of all of them. Serial number six, seven eighty-seven. It's right there. I mean, the list goes on. But what do these projects do for the industry? It draws attention to it. I think number one, because obviously this is a, this is a huge, enormous project, um, and there's a lot of people that would would love to get the opportunity to do it. And it just kind of brings attention to the detailing industry, to mm-hmm. what we do, mm-hmm. um, and, it, and it gives us the opportunity to to strike up a conversation and, and talk to people about it. And, uh, and I, I believe it just kind of, uh, it lifts the industry up. Absolutely. I think I think it brings awareness to our clientele. Uh, like there's more to detailing than just getting out here, vacuuming out of the car and wiping stuff down. It's, there's a professional level to this and you got to be on your P's and Q's and know your stuff to get out here and work on some of this stuff. No, I, yeah, it's, really it, it's ever changing, panel to panel it's changing. So, and the paint systems on cars, uh, so there's a lot of things that this 
leads up to and i think it brings awareness to our our general public they see us go out here and market ourselves yeah of course but like hey look there's more to this than just washing a car with a sponge you know and soap so that's it yep so hey we got uh, christopher saying hey everyone killing it uh hans what's up buddy good to see you man uh christopher good morning everybody uh victor says super smart on the uh on, on that uh tucker is special um yeah he is tucker tuck we have a tucker here too and he's one i can honestly say this our tucker is one of a kind no there, doubt. We, there's not 40 no doubt. there's not 40 something matt there's it's one of a kind uh he's very unique and that's his dad saying that so brent how's it going uh jamie the cleaner what's up dude it's good seeing you man i just got to meet him what a cool dude he was really really cool um let's see here let's go through i'm just going to take these get get some of these these uh love you love Kenny, I, you, I, got, I got two more guys for you okay cool love tucker hold on real quick we're gonna go through this i just want to see if there's anything else for you guys uh mike's auto detailing uh what's up dude how you doing good morning uh puerto rico in the house uh let's go back through i saw something else hey michael, michael uh michael man with your able hey uh he's just so proud of you guys what an epic endeavor uh logistics challenge yeah a little bit of that amazing work uh you guys thank you michael and again there's uh uh you're able in-house uh one of the greatest softwares in our industry uh really changing our industry yeah. you know helping to change it uh we're so fortunate because we've got a lot of these people that are involved these companies one of them, you got, they fed us you know they sponsor us they make us they make us they make us able to do this i mean this is this is a really expensive project to pull off now okay we're going to go back just a little bit and i'll get into this with doug your first year on this project let's talk some of the differences real quick and then we'll jump off of here hotel hotel night and day night and day food night and day uh we would pitch in and buy pizza pizza and nasty pizza remember harry uh harry, these guys are from new jersey <laughs> what was Papa Pizza's John's? Not very good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Um, I mean, we've got more equipment. Keith, what Keith brought with BNS oh, yeah. coming in with the logistic wise and organizing every day. I mean, just night and day, right? Bringing the rad company in and getting all these towels. And just the location. The location oh, alone yeah, right. is is a, is a big difference. We have a roof now over overhead. We were across the street years ago, baking in the sun. You know, if it rained, we got wet. You know, we don't have that anymore. No, yeah. And so it's uh, it's pretty cool. Well, gents, thank you very much. So we're going to take and uh, come on in and get a couple more on there so get back to work. So let's go back through while we're setting up real quick. What I'm going to do, uh, thanks, man. Hey, AFO, looking great. Um, so uh, Sarah asks, is there anything you apply for the finish to help the aircraft for next year? Absolutely, Beadmaker. Uh, we, we took it on the B-29, uh, and what I'll do, maybe see if you can scan the, the GoPro over towards the B-29. Just see if they can see it. I'm going to watch it. So, you guys, it's going to be a little harder to do, but we're going to come over. And you can see it. See it in the background over there. It's it's, it's kind of hiding, but you can see it looks really like looks like a, a shiny piece of chrome now. Um, but what we found out, there's there's a couple, and, 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 and Sarah, this is a great question. There's a couple different coatings we could put over the top of aluminum, but what we found out is it dulls it down. The other thing is, is the Air Force and the DOD gets really nervous when you start talking about putting coatings on these, these artifacts. And so we got to be really careful with that. 
But what we found out is because we are undercover here now, is that the bead maker, what bead maker's doing is we're, uh, it's, it's actually, you know, this paint, the paint on Air Force One was last done in the 70s uh, during the Jimmy Carter administration. They had plans on repainting it. Matter of fact, all that polished aluminum behind me, they were going to completely cover it with paint. They didn't believe that we could restore it. And 19 years ago, we proved that we could restore it. And so um, in recent times, through the years, if you go back, um, we had McGuire's D-156 on this airplane. We've had Sonex. What's the Sonex in the can? You guys remember that? Yeah. Net Shield. Thank you. Chris with Flex just came up with the answer. So, you know, we've had some great products on it uh, through the years. Uh, we went over and um, we've had some great polishes. Now what we try to do is because this paint in the metal, the metal, it's a cladded, it's a cladded aluminum, which means that there's a protective layer over the top and it's like a plating over the top. We're really protective. We don't try to get this metal absolutely perfect. The reason why is Sarah, this kind of falls in line with it is that if you try to get it perfect, we're going to wear down that cladding and it will never look the same. So we have to take in, in at this point, it's about preservation. We got to get all that top layer of gunk off of the aluminum. Uh, it's constantly breathing and it's it's constantly changing. And then we got to we lay down a real thin layer of bead maker over the top. That's made it a lot easier to gently come back and remove it. Now, next year on the 20th anniversary, we're going to go ahead and take and polish the paint back out on this one. Uh, it's starting to get a little chalky. Uh, we've got another year in it. But again, we're trying to preserve it. They did some touch-up to it this year, and the good news is we don't have to repaint it. They don't want to repaint history, and so that's a great question. So Beadmaker's on it. Pretty okay, simple. Bowling now. And Beadmaker's bowling approved now. Chris threw that in, so we've got that. Uh, let's go real quickly. Uh, whoops. Um, yeah, unique is a good word for Tucker. Uh, we, you guys will meet Tucker today. You guys will meet Tucker today. Um yeah, that's, man, we got your stoop awful. Yeah, man, I'll, that Hans brought food when we were in, in the UK. Um, thanks, uh, Tom saying AFO looks great. Sean says great job. Uh, Rick, hey dudes, greetings from Europe. Welcome, buddy. Thanks, Rick. Uh, let's go back over to uh, do Mark. Hey, Mark, what's up? Gallons, how many gallons of bead maker? Uh, we're putting them on a lot of planes. We got about 17 planes that we're going to bead maker. I'm going to guess we're going to be at 20 plus gallons somewhere right in there, you know, real, real close to it, you know, about 20 gallons. Um, cool. So I've got, oh, how many is in the crew? Um, we're keeping the crew down. We used to give you big teams. Last year was 19. Uh, COVID kind of changed things. Uh, this year it's 30 and we're going to stick with that. We're going to stick with 30. So now we've got a couple guys uh, that are on each side of me that are returning members. So we're going to have them introduce themselves, and we'll talk about how the project's changed in your guys' time. So, Yasir Wakar. There you go. Good to see you, buddy. Likewise. Yep. Where you out of? Atlanta, Georgia. Red cool. Clay Detailing is my business. There you go. And I do, How many years on the project? I've been on the project. This is my fourth time. Fourth so time. So I've skipped. With COVID, we skipped that year, the first right. year. <laughs> And yep. then I skipped a year in between, but I've been been on the project four years now. That's pretty cool. Okay, introduce yourself. Paul Frasco. What's up, buddy? From uh, Massachusetts. Now I'm in Connecticut. Yep. And uh, this is my fourth year on the project. 
Uh, my first year was actually with UFC or two. That's, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you guys were rookie yeah. stars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, this, and this guy's newly married. Congratulations. Thank you. You know, yeah. it's uh, that's pretty cool. It, and he had a great wedding too. It was pretty yeah. cool to watch yeah, it, it online great. and see how you guys did it. And yeah. How did you sucker her into that? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> I you just know, got lucky. So going back, so tell us, and we'll, we'll we'll go this way now. Tell us about your business. What do you what do you do? You specialize um, in big small. So we uh. We specialize in just high quality service in my detail business. Um, I never wanted to get into just one thing. Like some people do coatings, some people just do detailing. I like I like to be well-rounded, do a little of everything. Um, and we, we made the, the service for the customers the priority. And we actually won a few awards from customer service in our area and, and cool. in the detailing industry too. Um, and that's been the, the focus, the quality of the work, the service. So we do regular full, you know, in inside, outside detailing, paint correction, ceramic coating, paint protection film. But we're kind of 50-50 on the paint corrections and coatings and the regular detailing. We haven't gone away from the detailing because it keeps us busy. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Especially if economy's getting a little challenged right now. Yeah, yep. gas prices are eating into oh, yeah. into profits. I mean, it's everything's everything inflation's out of control. Okay, so let's hear about your business. I, most of my business is paint correction and ceramic coatings, but I do interior detailing. As a matter of fact, interior detailing is how I built my business. So I got two of those lined up when I get back to, to Atlanta. There you go. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you guys, you guys, you know, four years into this, you keep coming back. Um, how's it, what's it done for your business? It definitely gets people eyeballs on my business because they see it and they, it piques their interest so it starts the conversation and it gets them in the door makes the phone call not a lot but people say hey i saw you your video your air force one video on youtube or i saw a picture what is this about the air they start asking questions about it that's so it cool definitely piques their interest that's cool um, same question so it it's what yasir said it's a conversation starter um it's really unique uh, thing to say that it just gets people's attention. They're really curious of what it is. They want to know more and it sets you apart from other detailers in the area and it gets you outside of, it gets me outside of Enfield, Connecticut. I'm not just detailing in my business there. Yeah. I'm doing other things and uh, you learn a lot from working on things other than just cars all the time. Right. You know? Yeah. It. Well, here's, you know, we're going to have some of the rookies in and they kind of learn a lesson over on the B29. <laughs> So our first day, we've got 10 rookies with this, and we put most of them up on the V29, right? And they're going, and they're like, you know, man, you guys, this this aluminum stuff is not as hard as you just said it was. <laughs> and we're saying, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> and then we brought them back in yesterday when the sun was hitting perfect on it, and they're like, uh-oh. And uh, so, yeah, they're learning real quick that yeah. aluminum. Yeah. How much – oh, that's a good question. And as a matter of fact, it was just up there. How much – what's the difficulty level on the aluminum on – either of these planes compared to normal paint that most technicians are dealing with night and day in terms of how to deal with the aluminum i wouldn't i don't people call me about aluminum policy i don't do it no it's too much yeah i don't do it <laughs> easier easier ways to, you guys that that specialize in aluminum poly and which i did for many yeah. years yeah. on aircraft right yeah. and i look back at those times and i'm like what was i thinking yeah, I mean, I loved it, right? Yeah, but there's easier ways to make money, you know. I mean, it's like wow, it is so much work, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and so again, from your perspective, uh, you know, what what's this 
What's this done for your skill set? So we talked about the business side of it. What's it done for your skill set? Um, it just it makes polishing uh, paint so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> like the GM black, I don't, you know, I don't get nervous about that anymore. No, no. it's it's nothing. No, it's nothing. Yeah. When you work on hours and hours and hours of aluminum polishing, yes, yeah. you you can just look at what's happening in front of you on the paint and, and figure it, it out. It develops patience. So yeah, you're, you're polishing paint. You don't you don't rush it, right? Yeah, you don't have to rush it. Well, and, and somebody asked just a minute ago, is what's the difference between this and an air, and an airstream? Uh, most of the airstreams aren't uh, cladded. A lot of them it's just in, and and as a matter of fact, uh, that's cladded too. But it, it, the bare aluminum, it's a little easier, you know, to, to do than cladding. Now some of it's got nylon over the top of it or something like that, mm -hmm. but 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 a lot of times you strip that off. But this compared to paint, there is no comparison. Now this paint here is single stage. When we first got this, this this paint was so chalky, you couldn't see anything. And it's getting a little, last year when we were here, there's zero chalk. This year, a little dullness. And we just didn't bid out taking, and and, and, and we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to take and remove too much of that paint because we want it to last. And so we're real protective over taking it. So the paint's not too bad to polish. It's the aluminum. Um, so... Um, what have you signed the rookies this year? We've got a couple, you know, a couple of our, our, our stud female detailers on. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. good crew, right? Yeah. But yeah. did you guys see their face when we, you know, <laughs> that, when, they, when they stood out and looked at, they looked at the B-29? So, and also, Eric, they said, uh, somebody said, hey, you know, um, what is this size-wise compared to an Airstream? Uh, the B-29, I don't know, it's probably three, about 14 three. Airstream trailers. Built into one, you know, not including no, not including because it's 360 degrees. It's yeah. All the the whole tube yeah, is polished. Okay. Yeah. Then you got the wings, and then you got. Well, I mean, look at the, the nacelles. Engines. Look at the engines. engines yeah. the, the engines alone. There's four of them. There. That's that's that's, that's an airstream tra trailer right there. Yeah. I mean, so the engines, each engine, and, and the inside engine's probably the biggest airstream trailer. Just off of that one, it's so, bigger than my Volkswagen. It's bigger than Volkswagen, so how cool! And then some of the people we meet, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's uh, were you guys here when we met Dick, the B yep. seventeen? Yeah, I met him last year. Is that cool? Oh, I got a picture yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. Yep. signed one of my friends. So yeah. tell, 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 tell everybody who that is. Um, Dick Nam, he's a captain. He flew on the um, the B seventeen. Mm -hmm. So he's in his early 20s, I guess, back then. Yeah. And he was going during World War II. And how many runs in? 35. Like 30, 30, yeah, 30 something. Over Germany. Over Germany. Yeah. yeah. Didn't, he say so, that, didn't he say he got shot at, too? Oh, uh, in that In that aircraft? Oh, yeah. 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 He, yeah. Lost, he lost crew. That's crazy. He had crew killed. 99 and a half. 99 and a half this year. <laughs> he's going to be here on Saturday. He asked about us. He loves seeing us, especially That's my cool. wife. The guy's just spitting game all <laughs> over the place. You know, some things don't change with guys as they age, you know. Yeah. And, uh, well, hey, guys, thanks a lot. Thank you. And so we're going to go through and uh, let's grab a couple more people. Yeah, I got Doug and Tucker coming okay. up. Okay, cool. So we're going to go through. Hey, uh, Damon, howdy from Idaho. What part of Idaho, bud? Uh, Nick, man. Hey, Nick, Nick Vacchio's on, guys. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Nick, Nick's on. So Nick said to say hi. He said, he, Nick said hi, guys. Hey, so you guys got to come back right. and say hi to Nick. What's up, buddy? Uh, Papa Smurf, check out the gloss on that baby in the background, right? Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Uh, and then uh, Romero, good morning, dude. Good to see you, man. What's up? Hey, Rennie. Okay, here's the other. This is the weird Tucker. We were talking about Tucker. 
the uniqueness of a Tucker automobile, and then we've got the unusual Tucker. So introduce yourself. Hey, what's up, guys? Tucker from Greenland, New Hampshire. Me and my dad, Brent, run Revive Auto Detailing out of there. Yeah, and so uh, Damon, Sun Valley. So Damon, do um, I hate to say this, and, and have we met before? Uh, and you know my history back in Sun Valley. You got to answer that. So Tucker is awesome, uh, and it's a you guys run a, a family-based business. Yes, sir. You know, and how many staff do you guys have? You, uh, your dad. I, and... I think we're up to nine right now. Jeez, I counted. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> right. Not not what you and I wanted this age, right? Right. We're not doing that. So introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Doug Parfit. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I own Eye for Detail Auto Detailing. So this dude is the man. You know, how many years have you managed the project? Oh, wow. Five? Four or five. Somewhere Four or five. Range, yeah. And how many times have you been here? This is number 10. Number wow. 10. Wow. 10, wow. man. You're, I mean, I think next to me, that's it. You and Bobby, maybe? Well, especially, yeah. Bobby's right you, up there. You, you and Bobby. Yeah. So, Doug, actually, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, is that I get to have fun on this project. He has to work. <laughs> you know, I used to manage it and be all stressed, and that's why I don't have hair anymore. <laughs> um, and so, let, let's talk about your first project. Let's 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 talk about wh where the planes were, the condition of the planes, the hotel. Huh, yeah. The food, great memories. You know, uh, we uh, we didn't follow OSHA protocol back then. No, we had to get a little wild on how we reached things, right? So just talk about the progression of the of the of, of the project. You know, from your early days all the way up to now. Yeah, right. So obviously, uh, we're under pavilion right now. Uh, the planes were all outside, and uh, so we worked outside in the sun uh, with a nice pasty paint. Um, and really, back then, you know, it was completely different. It, you know, it was completely different. And you know, we dealt with several steps on the paint, several steps on the on the aluminum. Uh, and now we got it a little more tuned in. But you know, um, pizza every day—that was lunch seven days oh, straight. Man. You know. Well, we had a treat at McDonald's every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we had, you know, accommodations were fantastic. You know, they were, you know, trucker stops, and uh, you know, we shared them. But they, you know, it, it was a lot of fun still. It was still a blast. Um, and but when you see the progression of this project, uh, what it was, how we ran things, and now how we were able to get it more organized and bring uh, the staff we bring now, and tuning these uh, these aircraft into where they are now, uh, it is it's amazing where they've come over the years. It really is. It's uh, so Tucker. Yes, sir. Rookie. Yep. What was your first? Okay, let's talk. Let's get, let's go back. Um, so tell us a little bit about your business. What you guys what you guys kind of specialize in? What you guys do? So we're in our sixth year of business now. Uh, we did not start as a detailing company. Both my father and I were dealership vendors, running the lots, helping to fix used cars that came in, mm -hmm. and uh, we didn't enjoy it. So we both. Uh, I owned my own business at the time, doing interior repairs. Uh, Revive started as a bumper repair company. Believe it or not. And both my father and I started detailing on the side to bring in a little more money and enjoy what we were doing a little more. And in the first year that we did that with Revive, no marketing, not pushing it whatsoever, 40% of our revenue came from detailing. Wow. So cool. the next year we dropped the bumper repair altogether, sold all paint supplies. Um, I had sold my business and transitioned into business with my dad to help run. Your first hire is the hardest. So having me come on and do the legwork while he was able to work on the business allowed us to grow pretty quickly 
Now we're on our second physical location. We've stopped mobile detailing and we really prioritize paint correction, ceramic coatings. Uh, we're on track to do about 200 coatings this year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, Harry, he just said hi. Oh, what's, what's up, up Harry? man? How's it going, Harry? Good to see you, bud. Uh, and then uh, Mark says, hey, make us all proud. Keep up the fantastic work. Love that detail mafia. Have a great day. Ladies and gents, awesome, man. Damon, again, I've got a history in Sun Valley. I lived there for many years. Uh, two of my youngest kids were actually born there, so uh, pretty cool. Um, we have met, and sorry if I don't – I'm good with faces, so uh, about 20 years ago. So, uh, oh, shit. Okay, Damon, I got you. I did about my first car with you about 20 years ago. Wow. Okay, got you, Damon. That's unreal, man. That's That's unreal. Wasn't even doing much so, 20 years ago. Yeah, you still don't. Um, <laughs> that's what that's what staff is so, for. So let's let's talk about. Doug's gonna love this one. What's got? Oh, I was I was gonna say I wanted to bring up the flag and the importance of the flag. On okay. The project. Oh, cool. Um, well, a couple different things. We've got. We'll have to find it today. As you go through, we'll, we'll find it's it. Moving, it's what, moving. the flag on on Air Force One? Uh, are they on it right now? No. They had a lift up there just a minute ago. Where's the lift at? Oh, yeah. They, they moved it around to the, the other engine. But the the uh, the flag on Air Force One, is, when, you, when you see it from here, it doesn't look that big. When you're getting up next to it, it's huge. It's huge. But we have all the uh, all the, the uh, people that serve or are serving in the military do the flag or people that are EMS police officers or they want to do a part of the flag in memory of a family, excuse me, a family member that served. So uh, pretty cool. So now let's let's uh and we'll find the flag. Yeah, what about the flag we passed around? We'll find it. So then the big flag, right? We do that. Then we carry every day with us. We we pass it around. Have you touched it yet? Have you gotten it? You've gotten it? Have you gotten it yet? I've not gotten it yet. I haven't either. I haven't gotten it yet. So we have a flag that we bring, and each one of us carries the flag throughout the project at least once or twice. And then as we do that, we take in um we hand it off to it. A lot of times it's handed off. To people that mean something to us we get the little message uh and then at the end of the project we dedicate the flag to somebody and they go home with it so it's, it's pretty that, cool Randy? oh i got the flag <laughs> thanks dude thank you hey, i just want to thank you for everything that you've done for me and my business uh, and um it just means the world to me to be you. here and to be selected you know so many times that's so, awesome thank, thank you. you that's pretty cool <laughs> that's pretty cool and so here's that flag and so I'll carry it around for the next hour or so. And then just like Bobby came up and said something to me, uh, I'll give it to somebody that, 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 that it means something. And some people will get it two or three times. And then we present this flag at the end. Last year, uh, Marion, the, the gal that helps us get here to work on the B-29, her husband was a B-29 engineer. And so last year, the team, we she, she was here to have lunch with us. And we lined everybody up and we started the flag at one side. And it came all the way down the line. Each person touched it. So we had it like this. Each person passed it along. And then she didn't know. She thought she was going to help us present the flag to whoever we're dedicating it to in the project. And we actually presented it to her. And Great she's a tough woman, a beautiful woman, beautiful soul. And uh, she uh, she got pretty emotional she off did, that. Absolutely. It was pretty cool. Yep. So this means a lot, uh, a lot to us. Um, and so... Let's talk about the B-29 aluminum and the rookie teams. When they started out day one, 
you probably thought, oh, this isn't going to be too hard. Oh, yeah. Walk in the park. Walk in the park. What happened to day, on, on day two? It was a long walk in the park. Yeah. Yeah. A little harder. Right? Yeah. The park turned into a bit of a jungle. Uh -huh. yeah, <laughs> got a yeah. little thick in there. Right. Right. And so you want to, hey, your dad's been on here too. He's pretty proud of you. Hey, dad. Yeah. He's, he's been, he's been. He Mom says, was watching. As soon as you guys got it fired up, I got a text that I see you in the background. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Your dad did too. And we started talking about Tucker automobiles and he said something about, you know, the other Tucker. And I said, yeah, that, that, that Tucker is very unique. That's a one of a kind Tucker. Mm -hmm. The other one's got 40 something Tuckers. Yeah. There's only one of you, you know? <laughs> and so, um, what, what, what is it when, when you tell people that you've worked on this, this airplane, what's people's responses? You know, first of all, I think a lot of people, they're just, you know, they're appreciative of it, but they're just amazed you have that opportunity. They're just amazed that, you know, that I'm able to come up and work on planes like this. And I don't think they understand that that even exists. I mean, really, they just, right. they realize like, wow, that actually exists. And, and then, then the questions start coming Then they have all kinds of questions about, you know, what it is and what you're doing and where it's at and why it's there and what 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 air force one it was and, and this one's a very very special plane so so that's what makes it a great story um yeah you meet a lot of people that just want to talk to you about it and it's it's a great i mean i have clients all the time that bring it up you know for the last 10 years a, a week does not go by and i mean this if somebody doesn't bring it up to me and let's talk about it so a question just come out a minute uh, a while ago is when do you guys detail the real air force ones this is a real air force one this was the presidential service. If you're talking about the current 747s, I've done both of them. Both of them that are flying now, I've worked as a consultant on both of them, uh, on the interior and then on some of the bright work. Uh, they, it's, it, it's, um, it's a very unique situation with the current 747s. And so, honestly, I've worked, I've worked on the Reagan uh, 7, uh, 707 down at the Reagan Museum. Uh, we are consultants on that one. In the early days, they had it all torn apart. Uh, they wrapped the aluminum to try to protect it, and they're actually damaging the aluminum. So I went out and spent a whole day unpackaging all the aluminum panels to get them out of the package they put them into because it was sweating and causing the aluminum uh, to look like it did on the B-29. And so we, we were consultants. We actually uh, taught the, the company that put the plane back together how to polish the aluminum out. We've been asked to go down and service it before. It's in a really awkward position, uh, and they just they just don't want to pay, you know. And it's and it's going to take a lot of specialty work because it's it's in a, a position. So we've worked on uh, we've worked on the the seven fours. I'd much rather work on this one. Uh, the history of it, nostalgic. I mean, it's pretty cool. So what do people say? Uh, you got your invite. You start yeah. to tell people you're coming. What they say? Uh, a lot of my friends had no idea this was even here. You know, I'm from the East Coast, so nobody around where I was even knew about this. So it's cool to kind of bring awareness to the fact that this museum's here. I didn't know where the museum was. I knew about the Air Force One project, but I still remember it. I was sitting down at the beach in New Hampshire uh, late at night, hanging out in my car. And I saw an email come up about nine o'clock night my time and uh, called my dad right away. And I said, did you just see that email that came through? Uh, so it, it was kind of crazy. You know, yeah. tell my friends about it, and they just think it's the wildest thing, because you know, just a couple of years ago, I was not detailing cars, and now to have this opportunity and come out here help preserve the history is really cool. It, it is. You guys are gonna hear somebody yelling in the background. What that is, is these guys learned on the B twenty nine, is that's keeping their cadence going, and what they're doing is they're telling down, right, down, left, you know, up, right, 
you know, up, left, and so they're counting out cadence. That actually helps you not do what you guys did <laughs> and get weird patterns where it looks like a quilt, you know. Yeah. So well, that's custom over there. That yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it, yeah, it's but it's looking good. And we got it's one more pass. We'll put the finishing team. So thank you, Doug. Thanks, thank buddy. Appreciate it, Randy. Thank you. You got it, man. Awesome. All right. So a couple questions we'll answer. We're gonna have the next guys come in. Uh, so, hey, Dennis, good to see you. another Idaho guy. Hey, Dennis, do me a favor. If you've got any connections at the school district in, in Idaho, go throw in a good word for Chris's wife because she wants they want to move to Idaho badly. And she needs a job at the school district. Um, so Romero says the other uh, Reagan Air Force One is at the Atwater California Museum and it needs some work. Sad to see the condition. Man, we need to get up there. Um, Yep, and on the Air Force One, if the uh, president's on board, I stated that uh, earlier. But this, the museum in Boeing has got permission from the Air Force because this aircraft is grounded to officially call it Air Force One uh, for marketing reasons. And what the, why they do that for marketing reasons is because a lot of people don't understand the history of Air Force One. But you are right in the event that this was ever to be airborne again, which believe it or not, these planes have got to be kept in semi. It will never fly again, but they've got to be kept in good enough condition to where if they did want to take and throw new engines on it, is they could bring it back up to airworthy status. Is it going to ever happen? No, it costs way more, way too much money to ever make that happen, and they don't want to take a chance on the history being lost on this thing. So absolutely stay that at the beginning. Only Air Force One with the man. Or maybe the woman's on it. Uh, eventually, when we get a female president, uh, as soon as that the, the sitting president gets off that aircraft, it is no longer it's its normal call signal. All right. So, um, <coughs> excuse me. Let's got uh, we got a couple uh, couple uh, a rookie and a, a rookie uh, and a and a and a wokey. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, introduce yourself. Rick Kolb, uh, Greenville Spartanburg, spot free detail. There you go. Uh, Chris Lee with McMinnville Auto Detail in McMinnville, Oregon. Right on. And so what did you think when you walked up when, when you came in here? What was your first thought when you when you, when you walked up to this thing, the B-29? And It was just um, a humbling experience to walk in and see such a, a, a beautiful plane and the history behind it. It was it was breathtaking. I mean, I couldn't say anymore. Pretty cool. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. Pretty cool. Now, you're one of the rookies that... Uh, you can speak honestly. Um, you get on the B-29 over there that first day, probably thinking, hey, man, this aluminum is not too hard. <laughs> is that kind of accurate? Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then after we pointed some things out yesterday, did it get a little more difficult? I don't, I don't think it got more difficult, but what it did was it united us as a team. The first day we kind of, you know, we, we tried to stick together. The second day, we, we formed a team and we were we were connected and we had more of the the flow, the right, the left, the up, the down um, patterns that we needed. And um, you know we could really tell that the, the team came together. So it was that's a that's a huge part of it. Now you last you know you were a rookie last year, um, coming back on the project this year, it 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 uh, did it change much? Did you? Um, just like Rick said, when you walk in, even though I've I've been here before last year. The plane still will take your breath away. Um, the pictures you take last year don't do it justice until you walk up to it. The thing I learned this year so far with that B-29 is people think it, it, it's all the same. That plane changes 
throughout the day. Throughout the day. It, it is, it'll be easier to work on when it's cooler. By the time the sun's on, it's warmer. It's a whole different process. There's different panels on there that, you know, it, it's been replaced over the years. Yeah, it, it's there's completely. Some there, there's some zero bullet holes in that thing that yeah. they patched up during the war where it got hit. And we got three years ago, we got to meet the pilot that was flying the airplane when it got hit. And it was I can't I won't go into details of what he said because uh, it might it might be a little too much for people. But um, it was pretty interesting. So some of those panels have been replaced. Uh, during wartime, some of them afterwards, you know, during the re the restore of the of the of the project. Um, what hit me the hardest was we walked away from it last year with these planes looking like mirrors, proud. We put in seven days of hard work, and then when we got here, you know, first thing Monday morning, it was it was interesting to see how much they changed in 365 days. It was. It, I've had people ask, why do you, why do those need to be done every year? They don't fly. Do they really need to be done every year? They do. Uh, they do. Even see, and a lot of people. That's a great. That's a great point. Dust, dust in a museum. Dust is really corrosive, and so these things. Even when the walls go in this building, when I started with it 19 years ago, all of these planes were. Well, this one, the DC-2, was flying still, and so this one was going up, as was the B-17. It was still being taken up. All the other ones have since been grounded, and and again, some of these are in flight-worthy condition. Some, no way, uh, they'll, they'll ever fly again, and nor would they want to. They don't want to lose the history. But dust is corrosive as heck. So even in a really good environment, you've got to keep them clean. And bare aluminum, even in a controlled environment, is going to change. So we've got a um, we've got a couple airplanes within the museum, totally air conditioned. You know, climate controlled, uh, filtered, and we've got to go back in and redo the aluminum on them because they're tarnished. And so, to, and you don't want to keep it allowing it to tarnish because the more it happens, the more aggressive you're going to have to be to get it off of there. And then you you, you take the the added the added risk of damaging. It. And so that's why maintaining these are so so important. Um, so tell us a little bit. Let's go to you first. Tell us a little bit about. Your company now. You in the last three years, three years ago, you moved into your shop, right? You went for mobile and working out of home a little bit, right? I wasn't mobile. I had a just a, just a shop, just a home shop at, in my okay. garage. And so you you built a you know you, you you moved into a new location. So tell us a little bit about what you guys do, and then how the shop um, the shop's gone. Yeah. So McMinnville, Oregon's thirty-five thousand people, small town. Um, I've been detailing in one way, shape, or form automotive only uh, for, since 1998 and then uh, I just did it out of my garage one car a day and then finally had the opportunity um, to make a leap into a shop and I probably wouldn't have done it without talking with Rennie and mafia going to the classes and, yeah. and the mafia members um, you know and making sure that that was a smart move um, but we have a 2,000 square foot shop it's a brand new building beautiful shop three car uh, shop we specialize in, in general interior, exterior details, ceramic coatings. Um, we are doing window tinting and paint protection film, but our main, our, our main bread and butter is actually just the average complete detail inside and out with a one-step polish. Um, we don't really dabble into the car dealerships too much, but um, we live out, we're in a country town, so our cars are Subarus and F-150s, minivans. We don't have a lot of high-end performance cars, but 
I just have two staff members. Um, you know, we, we each do one car a day. Um, you know, we try to focus on the quality over the quantity. We're not a production shop. And I would say, in my case, the one thing that sets me apart from other people is I try to run a lifestyle detail shop. So, yes, I have to make a living and earn money, but that is not the most important thing. I like to spend time with my wife and enjoy life because we all know it, it goes quick. It does. It does. And you do a great job of that. You know, I won't even call it balance in your case. I think that you're a, you're a guy that built a life and sprinkled the business in where it fits right. Most people take and build a business and then try to sprinkle life in. You know, and I think you've done it right. So that's cool. All right. Tell us about your business. So um, I've probably been detailing cars off and on for about 20 years and um, decided to launch my own business, Spot Free Detail. And been at, been at it five years now. We are completely mobile. Um, I believe that we bring, you know, key is the key is to customer service and bringing it to you um, instead of the customer bringing it to the shop or having to drop it off, so on and so forth. Um, I've been in the restaurant hospitality industry for over 15 years, so I got a chance to know a lot of people within the community and whatnot. That's cool. Um, and that's really what helped my business when I wasn't in the restaurant. I was detailing on the side when I decided to, to finally take the leap. Um, I remember distinctly going in and telling my wife, I said, hey, I'm going to go buy a van and throw some equipment in it, and, and I'm out. I had that conversation. I remember that conversation <laughs> with my wife. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's funny because she um, she wasn't crazy about me jumping in and buying a van and a bunch of equipment. So, literally, we, we took a Kia Soul and threw a bunch of equipment in the back of that and, and went for it and, and grew. Um, you know, when we started, we jumped on kind of anything smoking, just get our name out there, our yep. brand out there. Um, just like a, a lot of us. Um, and we got to a point where um, because of my restaurant background, I was able to connect with some high-end country clubs. That's cool. That's um, cool. So what we do is we go in with the high-end country clubs. We sit down with the general manager, the, the you know, whoever's running the, the show, and uh, we work it out with them to where they e-blast the community. They e-blast the community and let them know what day we're going to be there. We have a minimum cars that we can do, and we have a maximum amount of cars that we can do. I want to give a special shout out to Chandler Mathis right now. He's my employee who's currently working, running covering running, it, running my van right That's now, cool. running, running the company, running the van, and he's killing it out there. That's cool. Um, yeah, so we probably got our territory is really large. You know, when you're mobile, you, you tend to think you want to kind of keep it small. Um, but I'll go ahead and say that the demographic kind of where I'm at doesn't really fit where I want to be. So I travel for it. Um, one of our country clubs we go to is two hours one way. Oh, God. But, Man, the high, but, the high, but the high end, high end side of things was, is we're maxed out there every time go. we go. Yeah, every Friday we go, we're full, um, which which is a blessing. So we, we do kick back a little bit to the country club as a commission, you know, to, to help promote us. Cool. Um, and it's worked out. It's worked out really well. So what's on? What was any shockers? I mean, last year was just your, your rookie year. And it's unreal because I'm looking. We got the Oregon crew coming in here right now, you know. Um was there anything that just when you were when you came off this project last year was there anything that you just went wow holy smokes i didn't expect that um for me it was working with metal even 25 years later i had never i didn't even polish the diamond plate toolbox on the truck i mm -hmm. just stayed away from it and then within the first hour or so as a rookie you're touching something that's priceless irreplaceable with so much history 
working with metal that that was really nerve-wracking and it still is this year because again like i talked about that metal changes um but i walked away from it feeling like i learned a entire new occupation because it is nothing like nothing we and, and and just so you guys know we start them out the b29 is one of maybe six in the entire world left so the rookies start out on their metal polishing over there We've got a lot on the 727 we have to do starting next year. Um, and then we per- slowly progress up to, you can see some people behind us, we're doing the leading edges of Air Force One. We've always wanted to bring, they're a machine finish, uh, but they were a, a, uh, a, not a polish, but a, it was a, it was semi-polished back when it was delivered. We're finally getting to deliver it to that level. And so we're bringing some rookies over that, that showed promise on the, the B-29. So nobody starts on Air Force One because the aluminum is so, so sensitive. we got to be so careful with it. So, well, cool. Well, gents, we'll put you back to work. So, Absolutely. thanks, Thank guys. You, and uh, we're going to have you guys come on in. I'm going to answer a couple questions real quick while you guys are setting up. Also, thanks, guys. shout out to my wife and my son. Love there you guys. go. I love it. Um, okay. So, good morning, Gary. We'll see you on Friday. We can't wait. Gary, uh, man, if you haven't seen his, his he's got some cool equipment. Uh, we'll be doing something with him while he's here. Um, Gabriel, thank you even across the pond. It's nice to see how much passion you'll have for this. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and then cool. It's a uh, uh, love seeing that they're making the main museum out of the Air Force One. Uh, should stay pristine for a long time. Boy, we hope so. It's a it's a it's a work in progress every single year. Um, we get it a tad better, but more so we keep laying protection down. Uh, and, and the Museum of Flight, if you guys haven't been here, let me throw a shout out to them. Uh, this is a premier world class, probably one of the top, definitely top five in the world uh, for exhibits. Uh, the staff here and everything else, because we're on Boeing Field, we're, look, we're on Boeing Field right now. This is Boeing Field. But we're looking at all these all these test aircraft taking off, amazing aircraft. Being here you know, gives, gives them an advantage. It is so worth coming to this museum and checking it out. Uh, these aircraft are just, you know, the B-29, uh, we keep talking about that. We keep talking about Air Force One, but serial number one, seven, seven, two, seven, seven, three, seven, and 747 are all here. The very first ones. And we've worked on all those. We're going to touch them this week. we got to be uh, the last the one B-17F model in existence. There is no more. The very first fighter plane to ever have a gun attached to it, permanently attached to it in the world is inside the museum. I got to touch that. They don't let its preservation, right? That was the first airplane in the world to have a gun mounted to it. The first fighter plane to ever be built. And it was built in like 1917. I mean, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, okay. Got a couple new guys, more, more, uh, more of our team from Oregon. And so we'll start right here. Introduce yourself and your company. Uh, Adam Garvin from McMinnville, Oregon, Here. with Garvin Auto Spa. There you go. Uh, Rick Walling from Salem, Oregon, uh, from the Ultimate Auto Detail. So Rick and I are the exact same age, days apart. How long have you been at it? Almost 35 years. Dang, just a few. How old are you? 36. <laughs> <laughs> Peak! Uh, uh, yeah. Set us up on you're, that one, Rick. There you you're, go. You're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, um, 
boy, where do we go from here, Rick? I, you know, well, I mean, that's <laughs> well, Steve Harvey always says, "Old's the goal." There you We're go. getting closer and, and closer to that goal, buddy. I'm, I'm hitting my marks. You're hitting, you're hitting your marks. So, so okay. So rookie. Yep. Okay. You're back for second, second year. year. Yep. Uh, what was what when you when you first okay first off we're kind of setting the rookies up how 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 do you uh do you think we're kind of full of shit when we told you that the loom was a little hard that that first day it went looked like it went pretty easy didn't it I, yeah i think that when we were told we were going to get this done in a day and then we walked in the second day and saw it in the sunlight and after all the off gassing that was definitely some humble pie that everybody ate. <laughs> It's a little difficult, more difficult than what a lot of people, and don't feel bad because everybody goes through that. Uh, even, and, and I'll tell you, we've mentioned it several times, is that this week we got really nice weather. In the past, we've had days like this, and then the next day it rains, and, and the humidity completely changes the interaction of the metal. Come, and then you come back two hours later after it's done raining, and you're doing another section, uh, and that completely changes it. And so you've got different pieces that change and everything else. When you walked in, like okay, like every morning you walked in, day three today, kind of what what's going through your mind? Uh, besides, make sure you take your Advil. Uh, <laughs> Advil, Advil's your friend. Uh, hey, com- yep. Comfy shoes. Yesterday, doing the top half of the B twenty nine on both sides was very rewarding. Uh, it was nice to be in the lift all day with uh, Tucker and Dan and the camaraderie that we built with that, but just also seeing as the day progressed how much more efficient we got as a team and in our process and cycling and how that aluminum changed through the temp of the day and the humidity of the day and how we tackle that as a team. So coming in this morning, you could definitely pick apart, like I could reflect back and see, okay, that was a part of the plan that I thought maybe we used a little bit too much pressure, and today you saw that because the polish was a little darker, didn't quite cycle out and burnish out like you know you wanted it to. And today that metal doesn't lie. So no, uh, a lot, lot, a lot, lot different than paint. You, you talk about putting a light on some paint, uh, put some light on some metal. Yeah, <laughs> well, and you know some people say, you know, hey, why aren't you guys doing this? Why aren't you guys doing that? You got to remember, this isn't a wheel, you know, and this isn't a. This isn't a, uh, a, a diamond plate toolbox. Uh, this is a huge expansion of metal that a lot of it was replaced during World War II because of damage it was. So the, the panels are all different. You know, not all different, but there's different panels in here. That creates a challenge. Uh, you've got a, a, a thick uh, a thick aircraft-grade aluminum on the side and then around the back turret where the machine gun is it's a little thinner you know and so that you have to adjust to that it's a lot of adjusting so rookie year last year you come in we hadn't done it they're in a little worse shape last year yeah. you know because we we missed a year because of covid yep. so you come in what's the difference from your rookie first day to your your second year first day uh just feeling like i got a little bit under my belt you know, gotcha. I knew a little bit what to expect. We're so nervous. And yeah, and uh, you learn looking at the rookies that when they're coming in, it's like I'm looking at them like that was me last year, right. which was yeah. which was pretty odd last year after doing this for 35 years and come into something like this, and then you're a rookie. Yeah, uh, I haven't been a rookie at anything in a long time. Right. So 
it was a little bit of an awakening. You know, I've polished aluminum before, but nowhere near this extent. And, and it was a whole learning experience. So coming back this year, uh, I see why they put uh, the rookies on the B-29, because by the time you're done with that, you're, you're ready for the Air Force One. And so it's actually been very exciting and rewarding just working on this plane the whole time. And um, it's a whole it's almost a whole different experience coming back the second year. Um, and you're able to help people out a little bit more other than asking all the time. You can give back a little bit more. And so, uh, so far, it's been really, really fun and rewarding. And I've really enjoyed uh, working on this plane. It's cool. Hey, it's Robin, cool. Robin Sweet just said hi to uh, Rick Walling and Adam <laughs> Garvin. Robin. And Robin's standing right here. Um, Hans, my buddy Hans over in Europe, he said he'd love to be the, he'd love to be the, uh, the water boy, and he'll bring uh, stew waffles with him uh, from Europe if we let him be the water boy. That would be a deal because I like that stuff. Uh, Matthew says hello, Adam. Hello. And so is that cool or what? Uh, can you tell Shane I said hi, Matthew? Uh, yeah, we will. So I don't know where he is, but we'll tell him hi. And uh, so. Let's um, where are we gonna go? I had a question I was gonna I was gonna ask. Patio talks. Yeah. Okay. We had our first patio talk on Monday night. Um, what's that like? And what is it? So, it uh, kind of explain what you're, you're, you 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 um, you did a lot. We we all partook. You know, a lot yeah. of us, right? Yeah. And after after a long day here, you know, everybody's you're you're pretty run down at the end of the day, and so it's nice to go have a, a meal and. And after that, everybody gathers on the back patio uh, of the hotel, and you just sit around, maybe have a, an adult beverage or tea. And, and uh, you know, it's that is one of the most interesting parts about this is hearing about other people's stories from from across the United States and and learn how they run their business and what they do with their business and the problems they run into. You know, talking from uh, Jeremy here, who's from Maui. You know, his issues detailing and running our business are yeah. completely different than the issues we might have in Oregon. Or talking to Tucker, who was just here, you know, being from Connecticut, I think, or wherever he's yeah. from, yeah. way over on yeah, the yeah, other sure. yep. the United States. They all have different issues. And I find it very interesting to find and look into the problems that they run into, you know, just from the day-to-day -day runnings and stuff. And it's, it's a really good bonding time. I've made some just unbelievable friends that's cool um you know during those times and uh you know it's it's just a nice way to finish off the evening and and to you know finish off the week too it just gets better as you go along and get to know and everybody becomes more comfortable with each other that's cool that, that's a big part of all it. walks of life yes all, it, it, all it's over the, cool that, you know we that, we've had people from uh uh all over the world partake yep. in this you know and and uh it's just uh I mean, it's unbelievable, you know, yeah. it, uh, it, it, and I miss some of our friends and, and I'll call them out later in the week. Some of our international friends that just, you know, we couldn't make it because of the world situation. One, you know? one of the most interesting things, you know, this year was uh, the gentleman uh, who came over from Flex. The, oh, yeah, the guys the came from Germany yeah, and yeah. Uh, so cool having those kind of guys there. They've been out on our patio you know, chatting with us and stuff. And just to go more on what I said before, it's just meeting all these different people. And those guys are super cool yeah, and funny. They are. They're funny yeah, as hell yeah, you know, to are. be around. I, I really enjoy that. So patio talks. Patio talks for me, um, you know, everybody's, you're so focused on the technical aspect of your day. 
while you're here at the museum and working on these planes. Uh, we go unwind, have dinner, and then we go out on the patio. The patio talks, and it's an opportunity for us to pour into one another and refill our cups and be energized and, and thinking about fresh ideas from an entrepreneur aspect and, and business sense and personal finance. Um, that I, I think it really refreshes people that they wake up in the morning and uh, they're full of energy and, and ready to go at it again. So I definitely saw some some lights go on on that first night of the patio talk and some people doing some critical thinking on what their path is going to be forward when they leave here at the end of the week. Right, absolutely. And we talked about some big big stuff that sometimes we as small business owners, we don't think big. We kind of limit ourselves. And we really opened up to, to co-ops and joint ventures and all kinds of stuff the other night that it was the biggest talking we've ever had as a group. It was really cool to see us grow. Um, we've got... Uh, Matthew says, glad to see some uh, Oregonians uh, at AFO. And then Lu Luis says, Adam Garvin is the Fabio of detailing. <laughs> and so that's about right. Nicholas adds this. Rennie, how is the project now going from 60 to 65 down to 30 people? Any challenges or benefits? What a great experience. 12 people shoulder to shoulder, all moving at the same pace. That team bonding was so important. Nick, man, you nailed it. Here's, you know, naturally 60, 65, the good side of having a big team is you get to meet more people. Um, you get to touch every single plane in here, at least at a minimal level uh, of, of just putting, cleaning them and making sure we got some preservation product on them. The downside to that is that not everybody was here for the right reasons when you get that big of a team. The benefit to the smaller team uh, is that we get to bond. You get to know people a lot more. Um, and the people that are here get a lot bigger, wider uh, uh, paintbrush uh, of experience. So they're going to work on a lot wider range of things. So I don't think we'll ever, I mean, 20, next year's the 20th anniversary, God willing, uh, we're back. Um, I, I honestly doubt we're, I think what we're going to do different next year. We actually put the invite out, but what we'll do is still have a 30 person team, but we're going to invite uh team members that have been here several times back for like a team day and put them on the aircraft with us and uh and and have them experience that so all right gents well hey man it's good talking Thanks with you Lenny. we got to put you back to work Thank rookie you. Right. rookie get back to work so right. and uh we're gonna go through so real quick while we're resetting you guys come in thanks guys again Corey. what's the challenges after so many years of preserving the same planes example less cutting different products used Corey. great question you know, the challenge, really, it's, it's less challenging. The challenge is to never go too much is we always want to take and leave uh, that as much paint in place. I believe that is with, in auto side of things, whether you're detailing a, an F-150 for the first time or you're detailing that same F-150 for the sixth or tenth time, is that preservation of, of clear coat materials is so, so, so important. And you don't want to take and, 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 and remove all that material from there. So one of the things that we really work on is being as gentle as, as possible. That's really the most important thing. Um, all right. Ladies first. Oh, boy. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. Good to see you. Good. Introduce yourself. I'm Robin Sweet from the Detail Lab in Chatham, New York, also with Auto Geek. Okay. And why do you call it the Detail Lab? Uh, 
for the dog who is my boy. Yep. And uh, he's a black lab, so he yeah. is the detail lab. Yep. He's my sidekick. Is that cool yep. or what? Yes. Isn't it? All right. Introduce yourself. Yep. Aaron Cottrell, uh, Aaron's auto detailing, Aaron's mobile detailing, um, Cape May County, New Jersey. There you go. And we're going to speak really loud, guys, because we got all of these noises behind us. So we want to yeah. raise our voices up. So, rookie, <laughs> rookie, rookie year, rookie, rookie, rookie year, team four, yeah, team, team four. four, team four. And so, uh, I was on team four. were you really best team? Absolutely. You know, I, I'll tell you, my daughter, our our oldest daughter, U.S. Marine, the Marine Center to this project three times, paid for PTAB a whole bit. Uh, she did her senior year project here. The last time she was here, she's hardcore. She is really intense. And um, her team actually – remember the movie Rudy? Did you ever see Rudy where they carried him off the football field? Yeah. I think I think her team – I can't remember what team she was, but I'm pretty sure they carried her off the – out of the stadium, so to say. Yeah. You know, they really loved her. And she she's, she could be a little honorary, you know, but it, uh, it's cool that we broke it in. So – Rookies, what was your, what's your take? What are you thinking? It's, it's a learning curve. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. How's that aluminum B29? <laughs> it's getting there. <laughs> How'd that it's go? Fun. How'd that yeah. go? Yeah. So that first day you're sitting there going, man, we got this. These guys are sipping lattes. They got their coffee out. They're going, ha, ha, ha. They've never had me before. Yeah. What happened the next morning? Yeah. I had to go over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy, did we have the lights off? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And it's, you know, the pressure, and, and we do that every year, is it's a, it's an adjustment period, right? It's an adjustment period. And so when you got the call, when you got the invite, what'd you think? Uh, I was super honored. It was a, it was a good feeling, and uh, I said yes. Yeah. Right away. Right away. Right away. My first thought was, how am I going to make this happen? Yeah. I've right. got a lot going on. You've been? You've I've been, been? I've been on the road a little yeah. bit. We just yeah. saw you like two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, yeah. in Northern California, but BNS's headquarters. So here's how we qualify. This is important. Somebody asked us just a little while ago is how do we take and uh, select a team? Everybody comes from within our pool. You guys have both gone to five-day training. Everybody comes out of our training program. Everybody's vetted that way. And then it comes down to this. We used to take and pick like, you know, the all-star, the biggest, baddest, most capable detailers in the world, right? That comes with one little problem. Uh, comes with ego. And so um, we look for people that are biggest and baddest detailers with a big heart. They're they're vastly, uh, they're, they're deeply invested in our group. They're helping other people within our group. They're, are, they are ambassadors to the industry. They represent the industry uh, with class and dignity. Uh, and we've gone away from the ego people. We've gone away with people with, it's, I hate to say it, the skill sets are pretty, that's the easy part. The personality and people that are going to go do something with this opportunity is really what we're looking for. And work well together. Yeah. Absolutely. Our team of small, you know, we have four on our team. It's this whole thing is, is a team. And, and bringing those parts and pieces together has to merge really well. Absolutely. And so I'm, I'm assuming you guys must really, like, take that into consideration. Yeah, we do. Personalities. We do. You know. You know, can, can you imagine taking a list of, like, 200 people and going, we got to choose third. You know, oh, and by the way, minus, minus, minus Chris out of that, minus me out of that, now we got 28. Yeah. You know, oh, minus Doug out of that, that's running it, minus Bobby. Now we got 26. It's not 
easy. And the amount to of do. time that we spend together. This is a lot. All day. Yes. You know, roommates. You're rooming with somebody you haven't yep. really even met, maybe. And yep. then you're spending an entire week, every meal, every like moment. You know, you talked about the patio talks yeah. earlier. Man, it's you're tired. You're tired. I'm, I'm yeah. me, you're tired. We you got know, another patio talk tonight. Yeah. So. But it's short. We're gonna keep that you one know, short. I still come like you know, I'm still unshowered yeah. and yeah. ready for bed, but yeah. you got to take advantage. So I went to bed last night. Yeah. We got done with dinner. Yeah. Is that a good dinner? Or what? Yeah, that was, that we don't dinner. we don't miss any meals. Thanks, now. Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uber, Uber detail, detail, right? Yep. And so we 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 it was pretty intense. Um, so what? Uh, tell me about um, when you go home. What do you what do you think the reaction is going to be? Um, it's going to be exciting, you know. Everybody uh, is rooting for me. You know, they're all texting me and congratulating me, and uh, it's an awesome experience. Well, well, you know, with that, I'm going to I'm going to pay you guys trivia. You guys are rookies. You've got such. A, well, how do we go about the truth? Both of you qualify for this. You guys are such warm. You're a big yeah. dude. I am a big but, dude. But Thank you're you. a warm, loving person, and you're so appreciative. And we, you know, you know why your name kept coming up. It was no doubt, is because you're so appreciative, and you're so warm, and you, you care for people. The same exact thing, is that you're so warm, and you so, you're just both of you are just so, you're so excited and to opportunity, and we just, we love that. You know, is that you're good people, and it was like, man, those are just no brainers. You know, no brainers of inviting it. So for a second, our girls are they badass or what? They're, they're, is, they're, very badass. they're badass. Yes, I'm they're, learning a lot. They're they're they're, yeah. they're badass, and it's it's a boy's world, you know. It's a man's Sometimes. world that we in the detail industry. But I I tell the guys, the women bring such a special trait and quality set to us that they've they've been such an impact on taking. They don't have the testosterone going, and they don't have the they don't have the uh, roostering and all the bullshit that goes along with the egos and everything else, and it's so cool to see. So when you go home, what's your friend saying? What's what's your what's your parents saying? I want to oh, hear this. I have no idea. Really? <laughs> yeah, they they share all my posts. Really? Know, so dad just wants to know what's going on here. Really? Yeah. He's, pretty, he's like, yeah. wow. Yeah. He's got to be proud. And everybody else is just like, so you're gonna start polishing aluminum? No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's ten four Roger Dodger. I don't know if you guys picked that up, but it ain't gonna happen. I'm good. You know, yeah. It, it it's funny because I made my career so much. You know, we started. That's what got us this. You know, it was in '02. I was doing a lot of corporate jets, and all the all the leading edges and everything else, and we made a name for ourselves. And uh, but this is a whole different level of metal polishing from that. You know, you're doing. The leading edges, which you guys are going to be working on on this plane, mm -hmm. you know, here shortly. Yes. Uh, it's a whole different story than doing an entire plane. We're talking about Airbus uh, or um, um, Airstream trailers. Somebody asked us to compare how much, you know, how hard is it compared? Well, each engine's an Airstream trailer on the yeah. B 29, each yeah. one of them. And there's four of them. Yeah. And that's not including the wings or the fuselage, you know, so it's a lot of work. So, Guys, hey, thanks a lot. Welcome yep. to the team. Glad Thank you guys you. can make it. Thank so, you so much. thanks, guys, and we'll see you in a bit. All right, let's answer some questions. Very inspiring. Glad to see Rob. There is awesome. Romero, Hie, uh, Prax is great to see you all working hard. Mike, thank you so much. Hans, what's the thickness of the paint uh, painted planes? 
we've got um I, i'm gonna give you there's actually air force one check this out we're gonna go in into uh mills and so we're gonna talk mills for a second versus microns and you'll have to you'll have to do it so we started out believe it or not at about 6.4 on air force one as the average and we haven't broke down below in almost 20 years we're still at about 6162 on average so pretty we've done very very uh, little uh rick wallings says tell robin uh and aaron rick walling says hi he just left he's being a smart ass um so here we go next one real quick we're gonna get to our other one real quick i'm gonna answer another i'm gonna answer another question real quick that we got i wanted to make sure i got it uh and so we got a couple more you can i join the team people ask that there's one way we vetted i just mentioned it a minute ago is that we bring everybody through our five-day program every single person and chris we got your your hands in there just so you know yep yep so they do he they somebody said that wow whoever has those hands those are really soft manly hands you know they just said that guys introduce yourself what that me first Dan Smith, uh, Hatley, Wisconsin, Dan's Auto Detailing. Oscar Hernandez, 805 Detail Shop, Ventura, California. Rookies. Rookies. What'd you think when you got the call? I was excited. I've had gotten it before, obviously, but COVID's happened. Right. But, uh, yeah. So then in the last year, I didn't call, so I didn't come here. Yep. But uh, definitely uh, honored, man. As a veteran and working on these planes, it's definitely, it hits different. U.S. Marine. Yeah. At, uh, what did you think when you first walked? I mean, you know, you knew you were coming up here. You knew it was there. But when you saw it. Actually, we were one of the first vehicles here as walking in. We were like yep. the third one in here. And it was just, I said, it's, you can't explain it. You know, it's just, you just get a feeling inside. It's just breathtaking. You can't really explain the feeling that you go through. But it just you just had a moment. I had a moment where I'm just right. like, I'm, I'm here. And then, um, you know, just being in the detailing industry for as long as I have in the short time and then to be able to accomplish something like this to me that's what really hit me it's like you know the hard work wow. the mentoring listening to the right people um following the right people you know always is the big thing and and here I am you know getting right. to work on, on this thing today just hits different for me it does it, it does what the heck <coughs> don't have COVID <laughs> I wouldn't care I am either I just had it, so my my you know two mm-hmm. weeks ago. So you're safe. So what did I think when I walked in here? Yeah, I don't think I told you this story yet, but uh, back in 2015, my wife and I were out here for uh, her cousin's wedding, and this is one of the stops we made. Oh no way, really? You guys were detailing Air Force One that day. You're kidding me, sirs. And I'm just sitting there in awe. I'm like, this is absolutely amazing. These guys are working on Air Force One, and I just sat there. Just staring, you know, just admiring you guys. How do you do that? How how does this happen? And now, that's cool. I did not know that story. True story. That is so cool. We had uh, three detailers show up. They knew where they watched all the press release. In in the past, we've had detailers show up. This is how the industry, credit to the industry, show up and kind of be chumps. You know, these guys showed up and they came in. And they're walking around and I saw them watching all of you guys, right? And then they saw me, they walked over towards me, they introduced themselves and they go, you know, we just had to stop by and say thank you. Uh, these guys are representing the industry at the highest. They said, well, how you guys are doing this is beyond. They're overlooking a key setup, yeah. you know, is that, you know, yeah, rookies did that. Sergeant Major, <laughs> you know, yeah, Sergeant Major, designing it, laying it all out, 
but they just they they said you know this is amazing to see um and so you know what do you you're real involved in the industry i mean you're, you're on the board for the mafia board for the ida ida uh somebody i've got a uh i've got a uh funky call coming in um you've got uh so you're neck deep involved you're involved in the chamber back home so you're a you're a you're 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 not a bystander you jump into things what is this kind of project when you see these things going on in the industry what's this doing for the industry honestly and i'll, I'll go back to the first time i went with the detail mafia to sema with chris williams um and we're sitting in the front and i'm looking at the board members one day and that and we're and i looked at chris and i was like we need to be there you know and that's what we do and, and coming in here to see how organized this is how doug's running it and bobby and yourself it, it's it's very unique. I understand it because it's very organized, you know, military style, you know, right. everything, everything's in sync. So I like it. But as far as what it does for the industry, I, I really feel that honestly, for one, the camaraderie, you can't beat it. You know, I'm up there working next to Sydney, you know, Jerome, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Jerome cool or what? Yeah. And it's just like the camaraderie that we build um, is what we need in the industry. We need to be like this and, and come together for projects and, and do things because I would have never been shoulder to shoulder next to them. You know, I, I think I spent, you know, more than 24 hours next to these guys working already combined in these last three days, shoulder to shoulder. Right. You know, so I, I feel that this project here brings the detailers together and we get to know each other better. Absolutely. And we understand each other better. We understand our work ethics. We learn. We're constantly networking. I've already picked up like 10 gold nuggets from just being here the last two days. Oh, no you know, lie. From other detailers. They're just like, you know, what are you doing in this thing? What works over there? What works over here? And, you know, I have people come and ask me. Hey, dude, we got to change my chamber. How do I do it? You know, and I'm like, hey, like, I'll just send you what we're doing at my chamber and go do it. Go present it to your chamber and take action. You know, just take it and run with it. Um, so I, I, I feel that this, even though I'm not at home, I'm not working in my shop, but working side by side to these, you know, detailers really just brings the industry together. And that's what we need. It brings the industry together. That's cool. You know? That's cool. Yeah. Same question. What do you think it does for the industry? So you took note of it's, it. You're walking through here. We're working on it by chance. You don't know mm -hmm. us. You know what was what, what what what's been the reaction to people that you told them you were here this week? What have they said? Censored answer or honest answer? No, non <laughs> honest. I don't care. Honestly, pretty much the first reaction I got, and this is no exaggeration. Holy shit! You know, just holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's people are pretty much amazing at that you can do something as you have access to say you know obviously not everybody has access to something like this but you're you're part of this group you're part of this team right and that's the one thing i noticed walking into here like you know the first day like i say everybody's getting their feet wet but i mean this is like a family here right now i mean this is this is a tight. pretty tight team it's it's, it's impressive this is this is nice. This well, is nice. you guys got a lot closer on Tuesday. Oh yeah, morning on P twenty nine. That's it, not even the right words. To yeah. no, no. <laughs> is is guys the aluminum? It just it, it shocks everybody on yeah. on on the techniques you got to use to get you know the results we're looking for. While not, you know, we can always everybody always ask, man, could you do better on these airplanes? Yeah, we could get them mm. better. But we probably only touch them two or three more times and we could never touch them again. So we're real gentle and we get amazing results with the idea uh, that we're going to preserve these airplanes for generations to come. Yes. 
And so it's pretty cool to it. It I'll tell you to have you guys here. And again, the selection process, you know, it it it's um, there's people we would have we want to bring a hundred people, but we can't. You know, we just can't. But the other good news is is that when you have this small group and they all want to be here, mm-hmm. it's it's not only more meaningful for the quality of the work being done on the aircraft, it's also more meaningful for the quality of communication and friendship that's being built up between the team. Would yes. you agree? Oh, God, yeah. It's pretty special. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, I think the smaller teams, uh, just working with our team, you know, Chris Lee's leading, he's our team leader, um, and he's got, like I said, Sydney, Rick, Jerome, and myself, just the communication right there and, like, what we're building and the bond that we have. We're, we're starting to know each other, read each other a little bit better and understand, you know, but um, it just, again, I'll always bring it back to the, like you said, it, family and the camaraderie. Yes. Like, it's like none other out here. That's cool. And, and it's like, you come out here, I can walk up, I see Yasir over there walking on. I mean, I work with him, yeah. you know, a few times over the phone, texting, you know, always communicate, never met him. But then when I come here, he's just like open arms, like, oh, hey, what's up, awesome, man? Fine to meet you, you know, I, it's great to see you in person. And it's, I feel welcome here, you know, even coming into this project as a rookie, it, it's very welcoming. You know, it's intimidating because you know you're throwing us on this back here, but it's right. very intimidating. But it's also you know very rewarding at them. And again, somebody just asked us a second ago. You know, what's the value of these things? Well, all of them, I have no idea. Anything we're working on, it's just hundreds of millions of. But this one right now, our insurance company put the value at three hundred million plus. That's how it was. It was. We have to have a, a special underwriter for this on the, on just on this plane. The whole project, but they're really not concerned with anything but yeah. that. Uh, and, and like I said, it was value was 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 17 million, and the cost uh, for this week to ensure that that 300 million uh, was 17 thousand uh, dollars. And so, if people are putting on projects, you've got to be prepared for that. Uh, is that you know people see all the shiny stuff, you know, but they don't see the backside of it. You know, and the amount of work that it takes to get it going. Yeah, even dealing with the drag vehicles, you know, that I get mm-hmm. to go in there, they got to be insured through them for me to even put a polisher on. You know? Right. Yeah. So it's just, it, it, there's a lot of administrative and logistics planning. Oh, know, man. Before it's, we can get you. out of here. And, I, and I've stood back and I've watched, you know, what Keith does, you know, what Doug does and Bobby. And it really, it shows all that hard work, even Chris Woman. I mean, I see all of his work play out here. Yep. All the hard work that he did moving up here from, you know, the certificates, the letters and all, it all Everything. has a play, and, you know. It's st- and it started months ago, and he's progressively had to work his ass off. I mean, he got still busier and busier. Right busier, 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 busier. <laughs> he's still working right he's now. He's sitting there, he's taking calls, you know. <laughs> taking he's sitting there, he's, taking, he's doing this. He's looking through the lens of the camera and looking at his phone at the same time. He's like one of those lizards, you know. He's got one eye here, one eye here. He's doing multiple things at one time. You know, and so, uh, well, guys, thanks for coming in. Thanks. For uh, we sure appreciate Thank it, man. You. Welcome. Thank you. It's awesome to have I you. I got a picture with you guys. You got it. Right there. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Hey, thanks, All guys. right, guys. We'll see you later. Hey, uh, hold on. Let's go. Ryan uh, DeSilva says, let's go, Oscar. Got him, Ryan. There you go. Well, All right. So while you guys are coming in here, I'm going to I'm gonna answer another question. Come on in and sit down. Um, how did you get this project? That's a great question is we had uh, – uh, a, a good customer, somebody that we worked on a lot of aircraft, cars. Uh, we had another company. We, we, My wife and I have owned companies, other businesses and other industries. He was a customer of another business we owned. Uh, and a guy named Joe Clark, very, very dear to us. Uh, Aviation Partners, go look him up. Uh, unfortunately, uh, a couple of years ago, we lost Joe. And uh, three years ago, I think it was three years ago, we lost Joe. He passed away. 
suddenly. Um, but Joe was a good customer. He sat on the board of directors for uh, the museum uh, the, the, here on Boeing Field. Uh, he was tied in business-wise with, with, with Boeing. Uh, he was influential on bringing us up here. I've done a lot of bright work polishing for him in the past on his corporate stuff and some of his collector airplanes. And uh, in 2002, we uh, came up. We were told that we would never be able to, to get this aluminum polished out to a point where that was acceptable for a museum. They're going to go ahead and paint it. Matter of fact, they're going to paint it the same color as the B-47 bomber that's right over here. They're going to cover the aluminum up because it was too far deteriorated. Uh, on that test piece, we blew them away. Uh, they're still betting that we couldn't get it all looking like that. The results are behind us. Uh, this isn't what we're working on now. The foundation of that was laid down in the first three years we did it. Uh, it, it was hard work. We started out with seven of us working on it. You can imagine you guys working, seven of us, uh, for 14 days. Uh, we were T-Rexes uh, for about... One of our guys, um, we, we, we took a week off after two weeks. And I was literally going to get my coffee and was doing this. <laughs> Do I have it? And then I'd bring it up and sip it that way. My arms, I couldn't move my arms. Uh, so that's how we got it. It was all through relationships. Relationships and connections the, the, is what makes the business world uh, move. And uh, I still believe in that. And so with that being said... Uh, we've got a rookie with us and not a rookie with us, somebody that's very experienced. And we're going to have them taking uh, age before beauty, we'll have, and which they're both young. But we'll, ha we'll, both, we'll have you guys introduce yourself. Yep. You got you to – actually, you're fine. You're good. good. We got plenty. Yep, All never right. mind. I just want to be close to you. Who are you? <laughs> you're dreamy. Yeah. My name is Josh Buckler. Uh, I'm from you got to speak real loud because yeah. we got all this going on. My name is Josh Buckler. I'm from Annapolis, Maryland. Uh, I own Shine Right Detailing. This is my third year on the project. Uh, done a lot of work on the B-29 especially. It's it's uh, been pretty cool to be a part of all this, obviously, and, and I'm sure we'll talk about that here shortly. There you go. Absolutely. Young man, Thank introduce you. yourself. So I'm Eric Rutledge. Uh, I'm from Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and I own Motorhead Auto Detailing, and it was Pretty cool to. I've obviously known about the project for a while, but uh, to get a text from Chris that said, "Hey, you got a really cool email," and then get an email from you inviting yeah. me. Yeah. So What'd you think? It was very fun. Very fun to get the email and then just kind of see everything build up and to finally be here. Is so did you? Cool. I got to ask you a question. I've never asked this before. Mm -hmm. So did you? There's two. There's there's two. There's two options on this. A. When you got the invite, did you cry or get a boner? <laughs> Or both. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I remember when I got the I, I got the call that we got the project the first year. Mm -hmm. I put it out there. We, it took us six months to get approval from the Air Force. And it took a couple more months to get approval for DOD. And then it took us a couple more months to get Boeing signed off on it. The museum was all in. Uh, and, and then we had to go through at that time. It was about a $250,000 project that we're charging in. And so we had to go through finance, and I really didn't think it was going to go through. Yeah, I thought there for a while. I was like, man, and uh, we lost it. Uh, and then I remember getting the call in April of 2003 saying, hey, we're ready to schedule. When can you do it? And I was like, you're <laughs> shitting me. It's overwhelming. How did you, you find the people to, to bring together? And, yeah. We did. It was all my staff. It was all my detailers from, and then three volunteers. Evan, you guys, you know. Yeah. 
Evan was helping us run lifts, and I got to know Evan real, real quickly. And I was like, dude, if you want this thing done on time, uh, here's how you use a polisher. <laughs> and literally, we were putting. We had one of our one of our one of our staff members had a cousin, you know, or something like that that lived here. Um, I just said, hey, is there any way we can hire on your cousin? Um, I just I I'm gonna show them how to clean stuff before we go. So we're we're literally bringing people in. Uh, so there but there was five no four staff members, my staff, and then three volunteers, and we had a couple other people that we were we were literally. Uh, we're going down to Home Depot parking lot and come here. You want to work? You know, I mean, no. But we uh, there were seven of us, and uh, we did it the second time. We brought our crew in from uh, our office crew from Texas because uh, I had an office there, and uh, we brought I think three in from Texas. So I think we went up to ten that second time. So it was, it was it was pretty cool. Did you do it this time of year? We did it in June, and so it was actually hotter. It was horrible. And this plane was sitting out where the constellation is out front, mm -hmm. uh, on an angle in front of the, and no shade, oh, and it was hot. And 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 I got skin cancer, I'm sure, from that, that two <laughs> weeks, uh, because all that aluminum, you know, coming back on it was a really really hot. Mm -hmm. um, and so okay, so not your first rodeo. You've been here before. Um, what what what's this project done for you and your business? Uh, I mean, it, it really just kind of separates me from the other. Uh, people who maybe aren't as uh, devoted to their trade or their craft, their skill. Um, and obviously it's good PR. Uh, and I think more importantly is what it did for me uh, mm -hmm. to have pride and passion in something. And I didn't really, I've never been like a, a history buff or anything like that. I guess I did it decent in school in history, but uh, I didn't really care. That was just for a grade. But coming out here and getting to see like some of the planes like that we get to actually work on. Um, I mean, I still third year here. I still walk around and look at all the black like placards. I'm on my phone. Like some of these jets have uh, have lieutenants and captains' names on them right. uh, that were that actually piloted the aircraft uh, and. I'm like looking up who they are and seeing all their accomplishments. And I'm like, man, if I could accomplish like two of the things out of the 20 that these guys have done. Uh, Pretty good. Yeah. And so the history of behind everything is, is important to me. And, uh, well, you're nice. a patriot, you're a firefighter, you know, yeah. back home, you know, you're know, you self, self-employed. Um, and so I think, I think that the EMS police military side of things, I think it amplifies it a little bit too. I think you know most of us that are in those arenas are, are team players, you know. So we dig the team environment, right? Yeah. And um, you know, it's been you've been a you know a big part of this. Um, you're talented, you know. You're a talented uh, technician, talented business owner. So it's been cool to have you on that side of it too. Yeah. Um, now you, out of all the members, had the most unique wedding proposal. Uh, that I've ever seen. You gotta explain it real quick because I just set it up. How did you propose to your uh, your lovely? <laughs> yeah, so I hired a flash mob to, uh, I guess, surprise her. She was so surprised because she th said she thought I was gonna do it at least 10 times before that. So when we actually got downtown in Annapolis on uh, what they call Ego Alley, uh, she was like this can't be for me and then when i jumped in and started dancing with the flash mob and 
she still didn't think it was for her because I was so bad that she thought I was just like trying to like imitate her. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I had never heard that before. Yeah, I think um, of course she blacked out. Apparently, that's the thing. I didn't know that, uh, but she was like, "What did you say to me?" And I was like, "I blacked out." <laughs> I don't remember anything after they grabbed me and pulled me into the flash mob. Yeah. So, downtown Annapolis, flash mob. I, I hired a mariachi band for her birthday yeah. to surprise her at her, her weekend job. Uh, and I knew that I had to do something better than that. that. Well, you yeah. did it. That was yeah. You set the bar so high that I'm glad <laughs> I've been married as long as I've had. You're screwed, dude. Yeah. Because if anybody sees what he did. I never uh, even thought about something like that. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Diane, I, I thought of something like that. I just didn't do it. Um, <laughs> Smart. Yeah, he made us, the rest of us look bad, you know. All right, so introduce yourself. I did introduce myself. No, your company and everything oh, else. okay. So worry about, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm Eric. who you are. I covered this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Never mind. Let's just let's just continue talking, shall we? I'm gonna go back to work. <laughs> oh god, your company, what you do, you know, where you're yeah. out of, you know. So, sorry, uh, yeah. I wasn't really clear. No, thank you. Yeah, clear. yeah. Uh, lower listed here. Yeah, lower listed. You know, E5, right? E4. E4. Okay, that explains a lot. I'm, Never mind. I'm the fake. I'm the corporal. There you go. That's right. That's yeah, right. Okay, yeah. cool. corporal. Yeah. Yeah. So, Steam is a specialist, but. You got stripes. Yeah. Baby stripes. Fake stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You just got two. <laughs> two. Doesn't mean that's it. That's it. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so oh boy. When I started detailing, I detailed at a uh, used car lot. And I was mm -hmm. doing, I was taught a very old school way, uh, you know, hand waxing cars and using extractors. And it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> and then I took a little break and did military things and firefighting things, kind of both of what you guys are doing and, mm. and then got back into detailing and that's when I heard about you and I heard about the Air Force One and everything and I was like that guy seems kind of cool if he's doing the Air Force One plane right and then I mean ever since that I started my business almost almost three years ago now and it's just been learning about the whole industry I didn't even know there was a detailing industry right. two years yeah. ago yeah so that's been been pretty cool to see and learn and i'm just soaking it all in that's all i'm here doing that's cool yeah so back home what do you you, you got a niche you specialize in or are you i do a, I do a lot of paint corrections and coatings yeah yeah that's mostly what i do yeah i got a like i said i got a shop in december so i was mobile uh, 2000 no 2003 3000 square foot shop we had this talk while we're getting our coffee this morning and uh yeah you dropped some bombs on some guys uh, that's cool you know <laughs> Uh, and so now your side gig, though, is that uh, you serve. Yes, yes, in the the Army Guard. Yep, as a medic. So that's cool. Yeah. How long have you been in? I've been in just over four years now. Cool. Yeah. Have I, you have you touched this flag yet? I have not. You haven't. That's cool. It's mm -hmm. uh, we got our flag. Go back and watch the beginning, and we'll talk about what the flag means. You got the flag yet? Okay, cool. Um, so so your impression the first time you got here when you if you could sum it up. In, in, in four or five words that when you saw Air Force One and you're touching it, what'd you think? Uh, I'm finally here. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, because it was probably eight years prior, I guess, that mm -hmm. I was, uh, that I kind of, I came across your book because there wasn't YouTube or anything like right. that to learn yep. detailing yet. So, uh, and I see this guy standing on the wing of Air Force One 
uh, with his arms crossed like a badass. And uh, I was like, I hope we get to go on the wing so I can take that badass picture and have one for myself. But yeah, no, it was wow. I mean, I got never been outside of a, a, even the 787. I mean, seeing that thing up close is so just cool. unreal. And obviously, I mean, just talk about prestige is right behind us. I see this. So being so close to Andrews, I see the real the, the, seven the current yeah. in, like in service uh, aircraft for the president, vice yeah. president. But so it's always and it's pretty notable, obviously, when it right. flies over. It's so low and it flies over top. But um, being right next to it and then like you can go in and tour this thing. I mean, that obviously is not the history. Yeah. But. Uh, you were saying something that I didn't know the other day about the casket marks inside yeah. of the plane. Yep. That from uh, Kennedy. Kennedy, right? Yep. Yeah. So just yep. here we are. And, Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool. What did you, you think when you saw it? Did you kind of take your breath away a little bit? Yeah. It was kind of uh, it was it was quiet. Everybody came in very yeah. quiet, which yeah. was very nice. And it was kind of a just an overwhelming silence. Of just seeing everything because I've never been here and it's pretty impressive. It was it? very impressive, yeah. And just trying to, you know, looking around and thinking about all the things that each of these have done. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, so we're going to answer a few more questions before I do, though. Is that uh, I'm going to present this flag uh, to a young NCO uh, coming from an old uh, chief, you know? And so I uh, take it, and what I want you to do is carried around for a little bit and then presented somebody else the flag uh we we present this to somebody at the end and each one of the team members carries it at least once mm -hmm. and so i've had it now for a little over an hour keep it for about an hour and present it to somebody so awesome. there you go all thank right you. guys is awesome appreciate it thanks, taking sir. uh thanks for uh, all the hard work uh welcome to the team and welcome back to the team so i'm going to answer you guys are going to come in and have a seat and i'm going to answer a couple questions uh, this is cool. Ryan uh, Joseph uh, De Silva, uh, watching Eric's growth over the last six months has been nothing short of amazing. Oh, that's cool. Is that cool or what? Awesome. Bob Phillips, what's up, Renny? Well, check it out. This is what's up next. City's coming up. Joab's coming up. Um, Damon says, great content. Uh, Renny, keep it up. If you're ever back in Sun Valley, keep in touch. I'll get my info to you. Damon, we're going to be back this summer, fall at some point. And so uh, we'd love to see you. So David, David Stein out of New York says, Wisconsin in the house. All right, guys, ladies first, ladies first, introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Sydney Bragwin from Boise, Idaho. You want me to tell me about my business right now? Or no, just, just yourself. Okay. Yeah. I'm Sydney. Rookie, rookie, one I'm of our power. Totally a rookie. One of our power, our power, <laughs> our power women uh, in a rookie year at Air Force One. Joab. Joab, five year, five year, uh, time that i've been out here right five years veteran served five in the navy years. served in the navy yep is that cool or what man i love it man so. it uh it never gets boring does it no you know, it's always it's well, always amazing man. and you are doing something really cool uh so to explain what you're doing on the what what joab got to lead the charge on with matt from dynabraid kind of you guys day one started figuring out what you're doing i've been wanting to do it for 19 years and you guys are you guys i'm a little jealous and we're doing it and, and we're getting and we, i mean we got a lot done in a right. short period of time right so explain what you're doing on the, the leading edge um well on the, the leading edge i guess it hasn't been touched ever in the 19 years at least on no. on the port side here no. um 
last year the starboard side got done, but we hit it with uh, the flexes and the wool pads. And uh, this year, uh, Matt from Dynabraid brought out some tools and uh, what what do you call those? Uh, the di- they're like yeah, it's like a disc. It's, it's like, like a, a disc. disc grind, not a grinder, a disc, uh, a disc uh, abrasion system where it's coming right, through right. and it's gently abrasion the system so we can come back and get a nice finish to it, but not take it down too far. Right, right. So we started with about uh, two fifty to three fifty grit. Yep. And then we finished it off with the. Uh, he said it's like between four and six hundred grit. And now we're polishing it uh, with metal bright from PNS. And it's a and it's a uh, it's a it's a machine finish, and so it's really cool looking. But it actually came out of the factory like this, but it just never ever got done again. The Air Force didn't touch it up, and I've been wanting to do it forever, and we just we never had the time, you know. Yeah. And so I mean, now you can see the actual pigtails in the metal from when it was originally. Sanded well, back yeah. in 58, you know, yeah, 59, something mm-hmm. like that. Those, I mean, you think about that. Some craftsman got in there 58 and 59 and was trying mm-hmm. to straighten out the metal a little bit. You know, they don't have the mechanical, uh, they didn't have the mechanical polishing that we have now. And so that stuff was all left in there. And you guys are seeing that, that piece of history, you know, yeah. so that's pretty cool. So, so you come into it, you know, Monday you walk in, you've, you've heard about this, you know, for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, last year you just had a little bit of an injury and you couldn't mm-hmm. couldn't partake. Yeah, you're back. So you walk in here Monday, uh, a little quieter, you know, in the morning. Mm-hmm. Didn't have all the tool stuff. What are you thinking? Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Like I don't even think you could prepare somebody for it. Like, no. Um, yeah, just super humbling. And yeah, I mean, you feel all the history like all at one time. It's yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so much in here, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, they're just and that's the. Yeah. That's for me. That's the like energy. the best part when you walk yeah. in here and it just you just yeah. remember, you know, every year you remember like just the history of this plane, the, yeah. the B twenty nine, the B seventeen. Mm-hmm. It's Concord jet. We got a Concord jet. <laughs> if you look real closely, you can see the tail sticking over the top of right where the uh, the D and the S in the United States is. Is you'll see a, a tail sitting there, and that's that's the Concord. So, so you've come back all these years. Um, You've watched the, the project really evolved. Uh, Bob Phillips played a big part in this. Dave and Bob, Keith, uh, all played a big part in kind of pushing us to the next level. It's um, been fun to watch it change and evolve, hasn't it? I mean, the restoration every year just keeps getting better and better just in the five years that I've been here. Just just coming back every single year and just seeing, you know, everything just get a little bit more tightened up, look yeah. a little bit better. And, and we're not doing... We're not removing any surface. We're just we're doing a very very minimal amount now. It's more about preservation as anything. A lot of people don't understand. You know, this paint. If you let if you let the single stage die out, it's going to be like a cancer. So we just we clean it up like this year. We didn't have to last year. There is no chalk at all. This year's a little chalk, which means next year we're going to have to lightly take it and 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 polish out the paint again. But the aluminum, all we're doing is just bringing more and more definition to it. The B-29 slowly starting to take in and get more definition. So you are part of a finishing crew. Explain what that means. Well, the finishing crew pretty much, uh, we, we spend uh, all our, almost 100% of our time on the, on the Air Force One. And we're just finessing the, all the aluminum and just bringing it back out and, you know, not restoring it, but preserving it again. And bring in a nice shine. And then we also uh, train the other guys to come up and become finishers as well. That's it. You, and this year we've done more of that. Credit to the to the rookies and the second year people 
is we're moving them, we're progressing them a lot faster than we used to. Absolutely. And it's because you guys have gotten so, you know, the whole team's gotten good. Uh, Doug and Bobby are, are, are getting better at, at leadership. I'm getting better at getting out of the way um, and, and letting you guys as professionals run it. The aluminum was pretty easy on Monday. You guys were yeah. just smoking through it. Yeah, it seemed easy. Yeah, it was like no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Tuesday, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, it, 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 everybody, I, I do the same thing <laughs> every year. Every year, you come through it, and, and we're all yeah. like, hey, man, this is easy. It's going to, yeah. and then the next morning, everything gasses out, and you're yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. And so then the finishing crew comes in, right. works with you guys. You guys did a, 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 a really good job of, of getting it to the Fixing next it, level yeah. quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, so now, what we're going to do for the first time is how good the, the rookies are and the second year guys mm -hmm. is we're going to put a you guys start you guys out as a fishing crew mm -hmm. on b29 mm -hmm. that's never been done before so mm -hmm. it's it's testimony to how how mm -hmm. the projects come along and we've really learned mm -hmm. so um let's explain this let's go back we'll start with you this time mm -hmm. so explain your company back in in idaho um so i run a boutique style um detail shop out of my home garage so i've been up there for um 10 years now, just about, and kind of a one and a half woman show. My daughter mm -hmm. works for me during the summer and um, I have many a, me. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely many me. Um, and I have an excellent customer base. I have, it's just, it's a cool, it's a cool business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You keep out of the dental industry. Yep. You know how I yep. can tell that mm -hmm. I've been up here interviewing all these guys. You've got the most beautiful teeth out of anybody <laughs> I've interviewed this morning. <laughs> Right, yeah, it's like it's like wow, Dan. She did come out of the dental industry. Sorry, yes, I did. sorry, I did. Yeah. But uh, it, yeah. it's it's pretty, and you really, I mean, you work out of your home. Mm -hmm. um, it's legit. Yeah. What I mean by that mm -hmm. is that you went through all of the mm -hmm. the proper channels mm -hmm. to get approval to do that. Yep. Plus, it's legit that mm -hmm. it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I have it, everything a big shop does. Yeah. It's just super organized and super small, but I have everything. And super yeah. badass. Yeah. It's, really it's your commute is even quicker than mine. Yeah. Well, not really, because I have to make a coffee stop on the way to work. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah so I it's don't. about 14 and a half miles. Yeah. Yeah. And round so, trip. Round trip. <laughs> yeah. I say I don't have that. I make my coffee right there. Yeah, you I know. Don't. I don't. It, it, yeah. yeah, we know that. We know that. <laughs> okay. Is 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 when you when you walk into Sydney's coffee shop and 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 people go in and then okay. you go, I'll just take the Sydney. Yeah. They know exactly what you're talking yeah. about, and they make it right there yeah. to Sydney's exact specifications. Yep. Yep. I mean, you. I mean, Juan Valdez himself, I heard delivers the beans for your coffee. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, they got Juan Valdez. Now you guys might be too young. Do you know who Juan Valdez no, is? No idea. You know, know. Juan so back in the '70s, there was a commercial that showed. Guy. Yeah, plumbing guy oh, with his own donkey. Uh -huh. it sounds like a oh, yeah. guy. With his own donkey, yeah. and he was loading the beans into the donkey's carrier. And so Juan Valdez yeah. actually processes your beans personally. That's funny. You know, That's personally. Funny. Yeah. So explain your business back on. Me, I'm, uh, I started in 2006, Platinum Plus Detailing, um, based out of uh, Costa Mesa in uh, Southern California. And I'm just a regular auto spa. We provide, you know, the, you know, Paint corrections, ceramic coatings, window tint, PPF, um, in-house, and then you know we offer uh, a lot of other services like paint calipers, powder coatings, and stuff like that. And I uh, uh, have a great reputation, and California's got a great car scene, so 
I, I stay pretty busy. You know? We do. You we know? do. We so, get to see you in, in uh, Big Bear up where we live. Your family's got a we got a, a cabin place up, up there. there, and uh, we go up there a few times a year. And, and it's pretty awesome. We get to hang with yeah. you and see you. Get to work out. Get to work out. Now you got to come up. We got we got the gym right in the, the shop. I remember I did your Peloton. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I did it. I think I think you set me up for twenty minutes. Yeah. I literally I wanted to die after ten. Oh yeah. No. But I'm like I can't stop because yeah, yeah, everybody's gonna die. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. No. It, it, that thing. That thing. Oh, Especially man. I don't. Do you remember what instructor you used? Was it? I don't remember, man, but being up in Big Bear at Elevation oh, like, oh, after 10 oh, minutes, yeah, I was like, yeah. damn, I felt I wanted it's, to quit. It's no joke. So, well, hey, guys, it's awesome to have you. And uh, we, uh, it just, it, it's such a great, the patio talks, dinner last night, Uber detailed, uh, yeah. all the Thank all you. the meals uh, are just phenomenal. Hey, speaking of, can we send somebody to go get donuts? Real quick. No, because they, pre- no, they pre-prepped them for us. We got to go get them, even if we're not, if we want to take it back to the hotel. Let's go see if maybe uh, whoever's got driving privileges. Would you mind? We're going to, so sorry, guys, we're going to take a little break real quick. Just have them go grab them real quick, you know? Would that be cool? You don't yeah, have to do it. Uh, King, King Donuts. Donuts. Yep, King Donuts. About a 10 minute drive from here. Sorry. We got to get uh, Chubby Donuts, you know? Um, well, guys, thanks for coming in. Oh, we got to, I got to share this. Two things. Um, we've got Sydney. Uh, is they say that Mama Beadmaker is in the house, okay? Uh, and so that was Hans. Hans is a cool dude. Yeah, I he's know a cool dude. I love me some Beadmaker. That's it. And then Sydney, uh, <laughs> now you feel during uh, McCall, you were shocked uh, when you heard about the paint yeah, price. About the yeah, yeah, right. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Un- unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, I'm totally uh, biased, but I can. Uh, I'm such an Amigo fan of. Joab, nobody can dance with Gordon like Joab. <laughs> Sydney's just a plain rock star, ain't she? So, yeah. uh, guys, thank you. But this guy, most photographic picture ever on Air Force One. So, veteran, uh, we took a picture of him. I'll show him your tattoo. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> we took that picture of him saluting the flag. And I, dude, I wanted to cry every time. I still have that on my computer. I did cry. Oh man, right. I did too. Yeah. I went. I got to do it with my daughter Ryan. Oh. You know, and her being a marine, and I, I mean, it I was. Remember, I remember that. Yeah, that was that was like, oh, whoa, 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 man, look at that. That's something fast. That's what was. Uh, I, I don't know if I told you, but um, Bob gave me his American Express card. We chartered a plane, a jet, oh, where you go home in. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. So Thanks, Bob. yeah, don't tell Bob I said that though. Oh. So. Sydney is awesome. Yeah. So thanks, guys. All right. So we're going to have you guys come up and I'm going to answer a couple more questions. Um, Supplies. We've got so many great. Come on up, guys. Come on up. Have a seat. We have so many great suppliers. Um, I'm going to have you guys turn around for a second. Okay. Uh, PNS PNS Double Black makes this whole project work. They're our premier sponsor of this. Uh, Flex has been involved 100th anniversary. Buff and Shine, we couldn't do it without their pads. Uh, the rag company, we've got over 2,000 rag company towels in stock. IK sprayers, uh, if you're not an IK fan, you need to become one. Is We've got Road FS. Uh, I've got a 20-year relationship with Road, S- Road FS uh, when it comes to software. Not only that, but these guys are the one of the biggest supporters of the industry that we've got. Uh, it's, it's so cool to see uh, all the software companies starting to really make an impact in the industry. Grit Guard. A uh, huge champion is the Lamp family year after year. Angel Wax, somebody new to this. We use Angel Wax. A lot of people don't really realize this. Well, Angel Wax is one of our go-tos in our training center. 
It's really cool to have them involved. Dynabraid, uh, again, second year sponsor of that. And then uh, Ian at Auto Fiber. Uh, we'll go through and we'll talk about all the different uh, all the different sponsors for lunches and everything else uh, tomorrow. We're also going to be at 3 o'clock Pacific time. We're going to be live today uh, with Flex uh, talking about their 100th anniversary. So have a seat. Oh, somebody's saying what a cool design, too. Um, love the shirt design this year. Yeah, right? Uh, Matthew is pretty cool. All right, guys. Hey, what's introduce yourself. How are you? Richard Ambrose, Guns and Hoses Detailing, Pomona, and California. How, how much less of a man are you this year? Less? Year? Yeah, you, you, you lost, and I mean that, you lost a lot of weight. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't I was much last year, and I'm a lot less this year. No, how much weight did you lose? 90 pounds so far. Since last year, man. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, I have a date with the uh, B-17 later today. Do, yeah, or you at least get at, in least at one point. I couldn't get past the uh, Bombay last year. I mean, so it's I'm, I'm unreal. So proud of you. Thank you. I so proud of you. Thank you, Jill. Can you be out of detail? But you go, but you go by Bubba Gill. Love it. Okay. <laughs> and so where are you out of? A uh, little town in uh, Wilsonville, Alabama. That's cool. Um. So, what do you guys think? Love it. Pretty love it. Pretty cool, huh? You know, just being part of the project is the awesome part of it all. Meeting the detailers from around the U.S. coming together, doing one thing. We put our differences aside. We put everything aside and we're just detailers for a week. Is 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 that cool or what? It's awesome. We're just men and women for a week. Absolutely. Yeah. We're pals. We talk business, we talk shop, we talk families, Absolutely. talk struggles, you know, all these different things. It's true. And so uh not your first rodeo. Nope, number four okay. for me. Number four. Uh when were you up last? Uh was here your, last year? I was here last year. Yeah, last year. And that's what's amazing. I've, I've been watching, looking around. The transformation, dude, it's unbelievable. Thank you. you and your wife, not just you, your wife. Yeah, she's down 60. I mean, just, it, 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 I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's such an inspiration. Thank you. To see you guys. And neither one of you were like, like, I wouldn't. You carried it so well. You did. You, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hit it well, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's just, it's so cool to see it. This dude now, this guy got it. Both of you have done some pretty amazing things in the last couple of years. Man, my business has grown in leaps and bounds since last year being part of uh, Air Force One project. And, you know, I've, I've got more coming. I mean, it just keeps coming. And we're just, sometimes you just got to lay in bed and go, okay, where am I going now? And oh, yeah. Just gotta, well, you, it's but a, then that's when you bring all of that here this week. And there's, you know, you never judge your book page or your chapter by somebody else's. No. And you take your chapter where you're at, find somebody Run your own five game. or six right. chapters above you and go, how do I get to your chapter? And with all the detailers we have, there's different levels and there's beginners, there's mediocre, you know, there's medium guys in the middle. And then there's guys we're running, what, million plus dollar shops here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Multi-millionaires. Absolutely. You know, made from detailing. Absolutely. You know? And now from investments... We said we have patio, what we call patio talks. We had one the other night, man. And I'm going to tell you already. I don't know if anybody's talked among themselves. I've had two or three people come up to me on that co-op idea and the partnership idea and stuff. We're going. We're going. We had a talk on the way here today. We're going. There's an opportunity that that Andy's got. And I'm like, why aren't why? We just talked about it, Andy. Why aren't you bringing us into that? Let's go buy that piece of property. It's true. You it's know, true. I I would love to own. 20 or 30 more pieces of property in the next four or five years, you know, is that in, uh, in, in designing a co-op, a, a partnership that goes out and does that. 
we're looking at one of the next characters up here that's going to come up. He's shifting some of his his talents to the financial world. You know, all these different things are happening. Now, you, we did one of the coolest projects. I mean, growing up, you know, <laughs> with, with you were about it. Yes. Okay. So why don't you explain what you started working on and what you got for us. And then I'll go off on my 10-year-old me. You got it. So the uh, LA County Fire Museum is a museum uh, based in Bellflower, California. And uh, they had put out a post asking for different sponsors of different uh, different things that the museum needs. One of them being a detailer, de detail supply um, sponsor. And uh, so I reached out to them and we connected. And it took a few months for us to kind of get things squared away between us and the uh, and PNS uh, detail products. Um, and in all of that, they said they wanted to make sure that the uh, Squad 51 from the show Emergency was uh, was protected because that is their their um, diamond vehicle, if you want to call it that. This is the one that travels all over the country. It's traveled all over the world. It's sat at the Smithsonian. Um, and we were able to, five of us were able to go out there and, and get it uh, corrected, get it polished, get it coated. And uh, the museum just can't be happier with it. This was from the show Emergency. You're probably too young to have seen that. AMG 365. AMG 365. Yeah, but I'm telling you, it was the biggest. It was the biggest recruitment tool for paramedics. Yeah, it's like uh, it was like the top gun of of, of the fire industry of, of absolutely. Uh, we had the one gentleman that came in that was paramedic. What was his number three? Number three zero zero three was his paramedic license. Cool. Um, I don't know what if anybody knows if he's watching what what their paramedic number is. Uh, hey, Polar, uh, one of my guys might be watching. What's your paramedic number? He just got his. Uh, but I guarantee you it's uh, a little more than uh, the triple digit. Right. You know, a little more than triple digit. Yeah. Um, so that project, when we got down there, it, it was one of your, it's like this. You're touching history. That's you, true. You know, and, and for me, the ten, I mean, I never missed. Okay, this is going to blow you away. We didn't have binge watching back then. When there was a series on, you, you had wait. to watch one week at a I'm time. Not, right. hey, I'm not that young. Okay. But <laughs> it's, uh, my kids were I mean, when I'm growing up, I thought you cut the TV off, the TV just stopped. Right. right. <laughs> and you just cut it back on and you started where, where, where it was from when you cut it off. I, I grew up uh, 38 miles outside of Los Angeles. We still we had Channel 2, Channel 4, Channel 5, Channel 7. Channel I mean, 9, 11 channel 11 and 13. I that was it. As a kid, you when you, Spanish. Yeah, we didn't even get that one. Oh, my God. When I was a kid, you know, one. you had to call like six of your buddies over to get the TV in because it weighed so much. Oh, it oh absolutely. It was a gigantic wooden console. Right. And, and we didn't. <laughs> well, I was just telling my wife this. I'm not admitting any crime was done. But we, um, when when MTV launched, I didn't have, I didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have a car at the time. And we didn't have a working TV. So I had to go watch the opening episode of MTV at a friend's house. But then we somehow we got across, we came across the TV and then we had a, we bought a black box off the black market <laughs> that got those. us cable to where I could actually watch MTV at home. Yes. Uh, but the TV, those. man, it wasn't a very high quality TV, but that's where it went. So, so let's talk about, you know, this project. Let's talk about what it's done, you know, for your businesses, what, and what it's done for you, you know, and your and your partnership. This this isn't a project to go out and promote. This project kind of connects with you. It you does. Know? Um, you know, me and Jeremy 
was sitting there talking about it last night. You know, it's not – me and him both are on the same page as far as the marketing is great with this project. But to me, the friends I make here – I mean, me and Richard are working together. We're, we've become good friends last year. He's in California. I'm all the way in Alabama. I mean, we're literally across the United States. We know what they say about the Californians. Well, I – I ain't gonna tell you what they say in Alabama. But you have a little southern. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are from both. We're both from the south, well, Southern California, right? You yeah. know, but we have LA there. It's called Lower Alabama. There you go. Right there you go. There you go. But you know, but it's just the learning and the being part of a group and being part of a process. And then you know, Saturday when we get to leave and you look around and you go, we did that. You know, you see the end results, just like detail. You see the end result at the end of the day, and you go, "I did that. I I helped as a group do that, and that's the most satisfying thing of it all." It is. It is. And it. So, what about for you? You're an emotional dude. I am an emotional dude, and it, it really comes down to um, history. You know, these planes and these these artifacts have just basically have gone through time, and they've touched so many different hands, and they've done so many different things, and they've affected so many things in the world. And here we are providing a service and preserving something that is not just meant for those that have lived it, but those that haven't even seen it yet. Aren't even alive yet. And it's just amazing to me. You know, you know? And the, thing, the thing that got me my first year here is we worked on the B-29 over there and looking in those seats of that plane thinking, you know, these were 19, 20, 21 year old kids. They just threw the keys to it. it was like, hey, go fire for our country. That's it. I mean, yeah. I literally. And you look at that B-17, Dick's going to be here is he? awesome. on Saturday. Cool. 99, what did you say, Chris? 99 and a half, right? He's he always, always adds in he's a, always half. a half. Always, always a, half. a half. But, you know, he lost boys. And him himself, he was sitting in that left seat flying 35 missions over Germany. And, by the way, when he got to, when he got to Europe, there was 25 missions. And then they came to him about 17 missions in and said, hey, we don't have enough pilots. We're taking it to 35. Well, he's watching all his friends not come back. Yeah. He lost crew when he's there. I think he told us what he was 20 when he graduated flight school. Yeah. And by the time he flew, and when he got called and the flu, he was 21 when he flew his first mission. Yeah. I know yeah. what I was doing at 21, and it sure wasn't no, no. B-29 no. armor. And so that history, unless we carry it on and, and spread it, but, and here's what I like about this is that we're preserving it so other generations can see it you know um and there's a lot of you know controversy that plane the b-29 was was designed for one purpose really and that Absolutely. was you know and the b-17 too i mean it, it's a war but that's the world i hate to tell you folks it's the world we live in you can't whitewash it out of there it's true you know and and this this uh you know it's one year we're sitting at the b-29 we we worked that plane was over in the corner sitting there rotting when we did air force one i started begging the second year start putting that thing together and let me add it you know i was i was doing bright work polishing on aircraft oh somebody just dropped their polisher thank goodness it's a flex yeah yeah exactly yeah um <laughs> flex will take a lick. hey barry barry good morning barry teals just said hi to everybody barry yeah What's and up, then barry? romero uh, he adds in i grew up with saturday morning was watching cartoons all morning and moving the bunny ear <laughs> to get the good picture, good time. Hey, I got one from there, Romero. I grew up in Southern California where the Santa Ana winds. I don't know if you ever heard this story. When the Santa Ana winds would blow, 
it would move our antenna on the yes, roof. Yes. So I'd have to go climb up on the roof, and my Italian grandma was yelling out the window, <laughs> nope, go back where you were. And then I grab it, and then she'd go, no, whatever you just did. And I said, I let go. And she goes, well, grab it just for a second. I'm watching my favorite show. <laughs> so I'd grab it and stand in there happen to hold it, you know, and I'd just get it right. Then we'd go back down. The wind would blow again, and we'd have to go back up on the, yes. on, on, on the roof. Um, well, guys, it's been a pleasure, man. Absolutely, it's uh, it's been it's been awesome. Thank you, proud of you, proud of you. Thank you. Um, this dude here, man, he's turning into a freaking entrepreneurial beast, man. Beast I'm trying. Well, let's get some let's let's get this uh, co-op thing together, make some investments. I agree. Absolutely, make it happen. I All agree. right, man. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank you. All right, so we're gonna bring the next the next guys in while they're coming in. And uh, Robbie, what's up, dude? I'm gonna take and answer a couple more questions. Is the plane coated? Hey, guys, no. Right now, the plane's not coated. And the reason why, we're not too sure what they're going to – we weren't too sure what they're going to do with the paint uh, on on Air Force One. And so we didn't want to coat it until we knew – come on over. Sit down. We didn't, we didn't want to coat it until we knew if they're going to um, completely repaint all the painted surfaces. We are going to have that discussion with them between now and next year with the 20th anniversary. Could be coded next year. We'll see what happens. So, what's up, guys? Introduce yourself, man. I'm Jeremy Loki from Maui, Hawaii. Okay. Uh, Firehouse Detail Maui. There you go. Hola. Ricardo La Torre, BMR Auto Detailing, Ogden, Utah. Originally from Mexico City. There you go. What year is this for you? Four. What year is this for you? It's my first year. First year? Rookie year. What do you think? It's, it's awesome. What what what's your so you get the invite? What'd you think? Were you just like okay, this is just an email coming through, or no? It what? was uh, it was actually really special for me when what I got it? the email. Yeah, yeah. Being able to give back to the country that you know uh, adopted me as another one. It was it was you know it was a no brainer for me to volunteer. Yeah, that's awesome. Were you like, oh shit, I got to go back? No, 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 no. Um, you know, this last year has been, you know, I don't, I don't say it was a little rough, but it was. You had some uh, challenges. Yeah, and you know, like like a lot of people, I guess, getting out of the, the pandemic and kind of getting back to regular life. Um, well, Hawaii was hit especially yeah, hard. Yeah, and you know, we were moving, and we had some some other things happen, and uh, it was it was a surprise. Um, I tried to give as much as I could to the group. Yeah. But, we just um, seen you and your lovely family in Big Bear. Yeah, yeah. You know, and here, you know, we're going to get to see you again. Yeah. So that's always cool. Definitely. Yeah, it was, it was good being able to take them up there and, and show them the, the – I didn't get to see the new shop, so. Yeah, you got was, to see the shop yeah, for the first time. That was good. A little yeah. different, huh? Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, pretty pretty cool. Okay, we're yeah. blessed to have it. We walk in that first day of Monday. Oh, this is a funny story. So today we uh, we get up, we were waiting for one of our guys. We thought we were missing a guy. So we got a little bit of a late start. We love to stop for coffee. And Carter's sitting in the back and he's going, oh, man, I'm going to be in trouble. You know, I don't, Doug's going to be mad. You know, I'm going to be in trouble because I'm late. He goes, I'm going to walk in right behind you. We walk in this morning and I said, dang, Ricardo, he had to get some special order coffee and we're late. <laughs> so when you started on Monday, what would you think? Come in. What's what? What's your thought pattern? Well, first first thing, I was like, man, how are we gonna how we all gonna get organized, you know, to work on this, this many people, you know, yeah, on this massive, you know, artifacts. But uh, but I was impressed, you know, I was impressed how everything 
you know, weld it together, yeah. and, and it's it's amazing. What did you think of working on the aluminum on uh, B29? Sorry, guys, we're going to get a little. That's something either big or old. I think it's big. That was loud. Yeah, so, so the first day, you know, uh, first day we were working on it, you know, and I think we got on our comfort zone for a little bit, and we were like, oh, we got this handle, you yeah. know, until the next morning the next when morning. we saw what was going on. <laughs> Been there, done so, that, right? Yeah. So, uh, so we were holy moly, what we did, you know. So next day, we actually, we actually got more organized, you know, and I think we finishing, did a better, better fin finishing better job. team came over, worked with you guys, yep, yep, one on one, showed you the techniques, and uh, it's pretty unique. If you guys haven't watched the beginning of this, uh, Robbie, hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, go back, and we had some of the finishing team already in. You know, yep. you've been. This is, by the way, too. This is our Hawaiian supermodel. <laughs> You know, is no. is every time we need a really handsome no. guy no. for a picture, is this is who we put in on it. So, but do you know that to to remember that first time you touched aluminum back on the the first time, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's a learning curve. It's because it's not just the delicate nature of the aluminum, but it's the, the the curve of it. So we worked on. I think the first aluminum I touched was the 747 inch oh, four. Oh man, right? And that thing sits in the sun, and you think you do a good job in the morning. Just like that. Yep. Come back and it's and it's it looks absolutely horrible. So <laughs> it's just it's a learning curve, and, and you just gotta finesse it and figure out what works. And in the cool mornings with uh, with with some high with with more moisture in the air, and then as it the moisture dries out of the air a little bit, yep. and uh, and the, and the temperature warms up, all of a sudden that metal changes. Yep. And so a lot of people just don't count on that. Um, so tell us a little bit. Tell us about your company, what you do. Got a niche? Um, yeah, I, I mainly do ceramic coatings on Maui. And, and um, of course, I work as a firefighter. So I, I just do it kind of as a, a hobby and business hobby, I guess. And I, I filter it in between my schedule. And, you know, it gives me a lot of um, time to kind of debrief from work. And... You know, a lot of the uh, a lot of the things that we see as far as being a first responder is it's good to debrief and find something that you know you do that kind of takes your mind off of everything. So that's that's kind of how I look at detailing as as my therapy a little bit, and you know it's been good. That's I've been doing it for you know what is it? When, when did I go to training? Twenty eighteen. Yeah, twenty eighteen. No, twenty seventeen or eighteen. 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 Gotcha. Eighteen. Eighteen. So. Um, I've been doing it for a while, but not really a business, kind of just playing around and, and in my own cars. But I finally started to get a little bit more serious into it. And that's pretty much how my, my business goes. It's, it's really small. I'm just by myself, and, you know, but I've learned a lot since being in the group. And I joined the group to not only get knowledge, but to have people to be able to talk to when I needed to about detail, you know, and come to find out that a lot of us here have the same values and that's why we get along so yeah fun yeah. you know and these guys are type a's they're not always it's like it's like hurting uh, aggressive cats you know it's yeah. <laughs> you know it's it, they're type a they're entrepreneurs not easy so tell us about your business and and uh you got a niche specialty something that you love we're we're, we're transitioning you know from that uh, interior detailing to specialties. You know, we just started to do ceramic coatings, uh, window tint, PPF, 
So yeah, we're we're getting we're there. We're getting we're there. We're getting there. And you know, it's you're such a bright young man. You know, this guy asked me one of those questions. Just I cover this every every time. He asked me back in November of, of last year. Hey man, do you love yourself? Nobody had ever asked me that question. I won't even go into the depth of it. But uh, this guy's so uh, beyond his years and maturity that it's really cool. It's cool to watch you both grow. You know, uh, it was awesome to meet your family. You know, and see them. I uh, live in. You live in one of the. I know it's it's tough at times, right? Yeah. It's, but Hawaii's yeah. pretty cool. It is. You I know? can't complain when I wake up in the morning. No, Hawaii's Hawaii's pretty cool. Well, gents, we won't keep you. Thank Thanks you for coming in, guys. You take care. Okay. Definitely. Great talking here. We uh we just real quick we had somebody put up some nasty comment comments. Uh, I blocked the son of a bitch. Uh, and if I ever see you, I will punch you in the fucking face. You know, I have no room for that kind of crap. And anybody that saw it, you saw who said it. I hope you guys know this piece of shit. I have zero time for racial pieces of shit. Zero. You don't know who I am and what I just went through. And while I'll tell you what, I ever see you, dude, this 56-year-old is going to rearrange your freaking face. Mr. James O'Sullivan. You guys know him. Yeah. We want to meet him. He's going to tie you into a pretzel, you know? What's up, guys? How you doing, man? Good, yourself? Introduce yourself, your company. So my name is Jerome Holland. Uh, my company is Carbath Mobile Detailing, and I'm based out of Arcadia, California. It's awesome. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Yeah, how are you, man? Good. I'm Shane Mayfield. I own a couple different businesses, uh, two Perfection Plus auto salon locations in Oregon and a Central Oregon Motors car dealership. That's awesome. What do you think? Yeah. What year are you in? Um, business? No. Year? Two. Two? No, 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 no. This is your first year I thought here. he meant Mafia. It's my no, year. No, I'm a rookie. Yeah, yeah you're a rookie. for the event. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Rookie yeah. year. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I love it, man. It's fun, you know. Spending time with like-minded people. So. Pretty awesome, isn't it? Yeah. What did you think when he walked up? Oh, um, shit. I didn't even know what the sound was. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. pretty intense. I, I haven't even got to say this. The first time, so when I did the test spots on Air Force One mm -hmm. on the on the other side, is uh, that was one thing. But when I got the nod that I had to go do the project, and I remember driving up, and I remember my right-hand guy looking at me, and he goes, we're really doing this? No, we're doing this. He goes, you're nuts, and and it was you know we were, we were doing uh, bright work on a, on on airplanes all the time, <laughs> not this much you know yeah. that wasn't even including the B twenty nine you know and I remember being out there we were out front and I told him like the on the on the tenth day we were here for fourteen days the first time and uh, there's only seven of us we had three volunteers helping us uh, so there's ten total and that was including Evan but the B twenty nine was parked out in the corner. And I remember about the, the day 10 or 11, I, I looked at my right-hand guy and I said, hey, man, that plane, there's none of those things around. We have got to get them to bring that out of out of storage. we got to bring that back. And he's sitting there polishing aluminum. He's like, I quit. He's like, there's no – he was kidding. Yeah. But he's like, if we polish that, I quit. I can't imagine how much work that's going to be. Yeah. And uh, my our daughter's uh, 20 – oh, this is kind of cool. I didn't even think of this. This is the 10th anniversary of us first touching the B-29. Oh, wow. 10 years ago yeah. is when we first we first started on that. And then you know what's sad? We got done with it. We brought it back. Not to what it is now, but pretty close. They moved it outside because Costco was building a new hangar. And they tossed it out, tore down the hangar where they built B-17s. 
and that thing they wrapped it. Oh. They had to wrap it in a big in a big vinyl wrap to protect it. They basically bagged it. Yeah. And it was sad. And what was it three years ago <clears throat> that we unbagged it and started cleaning it back up again? Maybe a than that. Yeah, it was three or four years ago. They 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 took and uh, we it it moved into here and uh, it was pretty messed up. Uh, but thank God, not much damage. We we're able to fix the damage that was done by having a wrap, and it was pretty cool. So, let's talk about your business. What do you do? Where are you out of? So, got any niche? Based out of Arcadia. So, my niche lately seems to be like interiors. I've been getting like a ton of interiors. Um, of course, I'd like to move towards doing more uh, coatings. Don't do a lot of coatings. So, but yeah, a ton of interiors. Well, I, you know, as people always ask me, what's your favorite thing to do? And, uh, and detailing it is uh, uh, make money. All right. <laughs> I like that part of it. Yeah. Uh, but I like uh, wash clays and protects wash clays coats. Uh, I love paint correction. Always have. Uh, but I I love interiors, man. I've always dug interiors. For me, it's a science. You know, you really got to know your stuff to be good at it. So, Shane, what about you? Yeah. So my company specializes in vehicle protection. Uh, we we really uh, do a ton of PPF uh, tint. Um, we do a ton of ceramic coatings, um, and that's kind of become our niche in, in our area. We're really well known for that. There, so. That's cool. Yeah. So what um, you've been, you know, you're the president of the mafia right now. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, again, it's like hurting aggressive cats. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is exactly. Yeah. Everybody's got their own issues and some some drama, and, and uh, you know, it, it's it's an awesome experience, and I've learned a ton uh, in the short period of time I've been the president. So. Yeah. It's uh. It's cool because we are a diverse crowd. We've got, you are really, you know, Eric was just sitting here. He's 20 nothing years old. Yeah. We've had 16 and 17 year old people come to training now. Uh, we've got people that have been in the mafia since day one. They're, you know, founders of it. Yeah. We've got newer members and everything else. And you to bring all these, these, these hundred and, you know, some people together yeah. with all these different personalities and backgrounds. Yeah. Uh, and they're, they're type A's and they're entrepreneurs. Yeah. Uh, it credit to them. 98% of people in the group are just just like you guys they just yeah. they want to grow their business their their life they want a good life they want to they want to be independent they 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 want to build wealth they and and they want to have a life while they're doing it all yeah absolutely and that's what really makes this group unique and special is is each individual you know they all bring something to the table to to better each each individual and we're all in it for each other not just in it for ourselves and we're we're putting just as many deposits back into the group as we're taking withdrawals right and uh, i think that's what what the biggest key to success as you know as far as my my personal success and my business success um definitely in the in the five or six years that i've been part of this group has just went through the roof from, uh, from being part of it uh, that's that's awesome what's your take on that you've been uh you're you came to training in 2019 2020 september of 2020 gotcha. yeah so um so for me, I mean, it's it's similar. I mean, I, I think I'm so early in business. I, I'm getting more out of the group than I'm giving back when I'm learning. Mm -hmm. But the experience that I really have that I offer to some of like the new members is the mistakes. You know, what I mean by that is like the ego purchases. Um, wow. Purchasing stuff That's that like, I really don't need, yep. which is directly affecting my, yep. my profit margin. Yep. Then I look up. And I have all this stuff that I don't even need, chemicals that I'm not even One, using. Once versus needs. Yeah. So I think that's what I've been sharing with a lot of the, um, the, the younger members. Like, 
at Big Bear and at Mobile Tech, you know, what I have to offer in that area. So you had to see you had to see me this year. Um, I hope so. I'm still not because I'm here. I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to work that out. The good part about it is I can drive there in three hours. Yeah, so, it can um, be a quick trip. Yeah, right. Yeah, it can be right. a quick trip. Absolutely. Tickets cool. already booked. Ready to yeah, roll. That's us. We're Absolutely. ready to go. That's what we get to work on next. So I know. Well, hey guys, <laughs> it's good chatting with you. I'm glad we could come in and introduce you. So thank you, thank you so much, man. Yeah, Basically, thanks for having us. Yeah, get back to work. Yeah, get out of here. Okay, so how, how how many more do we have? We're gonna wrap it up. Okay. Well, get in here. You and I are gonna talk for a second. So Chris will be behind don't, the don't, scenes. Don't take too long because I gotta go get our lunch. No, I gotta go pee. <laughs> I drank a big thing of coffee. So hey guys, we want. Sorry for losing a little bit, but this uh, James piece of shit. Uh, I won't even say what he said. I'll say it off camera later. Anybody wants to know if you know him? Uh, uh, he might. He might have been a. He might have been just a YouTube troll. We get those sometimes. Yeah. He, well, he was on. He was on both. He was on two platforms. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're not going to waste our time with that. Uh, what a cool thing. This was a good idea of sitting back here. I loved having the plane in the background and the guys working on it. Yep. Uh, it's pretty cool. So. Um, yeah, Chris is our, Chris is our hero. Did you uh, see that? Ryan Joseph De Silva said, you're his hero. You're mine too. <laughs> hey, you know what, Ryan? I'll give a big hug for oh, you. There you go. Because he loves hugs. He hates it. <laughs> uh, he can't stand it. And so, uh, oh, not that what, bad. you can work your butt off. I got to thank you for working your butt off. Uh, you did bit. a great job. We had last night, it was, uh, we went a little over, uh, budget. Uh, on dinner and it was so worth it that's inflation's fault though i'm pretty sure well no i no, i think it was really really good food fault i think we had <laughs> we had i mean that the appetizers were flowing uh the dinner was flowing uh everybody was stuffed and the views uh, were nice the, the views were very very nice uh we had everything from you know uh built for speed to uh <laughs> not built for speed you know you had you had jet fighters and bombers, you know. Yeah, Does that makes sense. We won't go any more than that. There was one cargo plane too. And there's a cargo plane. There, yeah, there's a cargo plane, uh, and there's smoking hot uh, firefighting planes and 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 not so. Uh, but good job. I don't get to tell you that much. The, the guys that you just absolutely killed it. I uh, made it. This is the most successful uh, Air Force One project we've ever had, and it's so much to do with our sponsors. Uh, all of them. We named them off earlier. But Chris bringing it all together is a center point. My wife, Diane, uh, we have some uh, family struggles at home with a, with a brother and, a, and a, one of our puppies, yep. uh, one of our dogs. So she had to stay home, but um, she's back home helping us out from there. Uh, all these things, Doug, uh, Bobby, uh, and all the team members that we just got to talk to. That's right. You can't do it without them. No, I can't Not do it without all. them. And then lastly, the Museum of Flight, Boeing, uh, the Air Force, United States Air Force, uh, we, we just couldn't do it without it. It's such an honor to be there. But, um, hey, Rich, that's awesome. Um, oh, you, Rich will be here in uh, September. He'll be in yep. Big Bear in September. So we're real excited for that. And, uh, um, Corey, uh, Chris, thank you uh, for everything you do. Uh, he is the GOAT. Uh, have you ever been called a GOAT before? <laughs> no. No? No. No? No. You're moving to Idaho. You know, California. You're in California where this bud's for you, but. In Idaho, it's disused for bud. My, my dog thinks she's a goat. She climbs on everything. Does she really? Oh, she's been on top of the kitchen table. Yeah, our new and, little... And she's a lab. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> so the new dog, uh, last night I was told, the new puppy, Coda, 
Uh, she's three months old. She decided that she was going to go try to play with Boomer. Uh-oh. Boomer's our almost 14-year-old dog, Akita, the Rottweiler mix, and he doesn't like to play. So she decided to get in his face, and he, he didn't bite her, but he uh, she screamed off and ran into the backyard again because <laughs> she thought she was going to be killed. Hopefully uh, she learned her lesson. She, she has it. She, she's a lover. So Diane bought this, you know, got our didn't buy. We we, we adopted a uh, a Doberman uh, to kind of be the protector, and she's not going to be a protector. She's one hundred percent lover, and so uh, our our old dog has enough of her, and he he kind of chased her off, and she thought she was going to get killed, and you know she went off screaming. But uh, yep. Sarah, thank you so much, uh, all of you. Thanks for watching. We went we went we're almost three hours in. I know, so but we had we, we had a lot of people to it's try awesome. to get on this here. This is fun. This is really fun. And we, so we, honestly, we could have kept going. I, I got I got all the one team member that was really too bashful. Who and uh, who was? Yeah, who we need it? to throw him under the bus. Yeah, who is it? Jimmy Buffett, James Akers. Hey, Jimmy. Oh uh, God, we could really <laughs> screw with him right now. That's all right. I don't even know where no, he is. No, he, he isn't. But Jimmy Buffett, man. Uh, I know, we'll, we'll we'll talk about Jimmy. You know. Um, Jimmy's a great guy. Uh, Jimmy's out of NorCal. Real talented guy. Uh, D1 detailing, right? Uh, T1. 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 Yeah, excuse it's, me. It's, uh, I was thinking, I was it, thinking, what was I thinking? D1. Yeah, T1, it stands for the uh, diabetes type. That's right, because he's he's type 1 diabetic. That's why so, I went D1. Yep. You know? So he, uh, he's he got a great uh, business. Uh, he goes back to his community. He's a good guy. Is he bashful? I don't think he's bashful, but he was too bashful. Look, I tried. I was going to drag him. Yeah. I tried. I don't think. Well, we still talked about him. He's got a lovely wife, lovely family. Yep. Uh, we got to meet his wife at Big Bear this year when she was there. Uh, so, hey, thanks for uh, uh, coming in. We are going to have another one of these at 3 o'clock Pacific time today. Yeah, 3, 3, 3 o'clock Pacific today, so at 6 Eastern. Uh, we're going to have Chris Metcalf and a couple of guests. From Flex, that came all the way here from Germany. That's over it. Over on the desk. Okay. I got a whole bunch of plastic scrape sticks. Oh, you're awesome. <laughs> These guys. They're different sizes too. Oh, so I like that. Tight places. There you go. That, that, that's. These guys are all. They work their butts off for us. They're 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 part of the museum. That's staff right. of volunteers. Uh, you can see they're coming over scrapers. They they, they get cool stuff up here. Yeah, you know, they really. They got these little scrapers. Uh, Keith went over. They hey, get all Keith these airplanes. Did you get Keith over here? I did not. Wonder if you get Keith over here real quick. I'm out of time. I gotta run. You gotta run. You yeah. have to go pee pee. No, I gotta go to. The, oh, I, gotta I go thought you meant food. you had to run. Well, we'll we'll bring Keith in with with uh, the flex guys. Later yeah, we can do that. that. We'll get Jimmy on there too. I'm gonna talk to him. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him he's got to come over with the with the flex <laughs> guys. So, uh, Luis, miss you, dude. Uh, big thank you to Chris for making everything happen behind the scenes. He does a great job. Um, this cast was the exact duration it took for me to lay down two wonderful layers of legend on the WRX I'm working on. Right on, Ryan. Good job. Um, cool. So, hey. Awesome. We're out of here? We're out of here. I got to go get everybody's lunch so they don't starve. All right, guys. We got donuts, though. Okay, so they won't starve. No, they, they won't starve. Those. They won't starve. All right, guys. Take care. Good seeing you all. Thanks for tuning in. Check it out. Yep. See you guys.